0: Hello and welcome to the second season of The Last Action Heroes, where we are on a mission to rank all of the action heroes in five categories. Style, charisma, nemesis, action set pieces, and the film itself. Today we're talking about the 1986 mystical action-adventure comedy kung fu monster ghost movie Big Trouble in Little China, directed by John Carpenter. We're focusing on the film's main protagonist, Jack Burton, played by Kurt Russell. Jack Burton is a truck driver who against his will gets dragged into an adventure in the mysterious underworld beneath Chinatown, where he faces an ancient sorcerer named Lo Pan. Join us as we get into some big trouble in Little China. Let's do this. In a world of relentless cinematic action, where violence is the only language, and only the baddest survive.
1: Four friends, a hard-boiled cop, It's gonna be a really crummy day. A fearsome pirate.
2: In every film he's in, he's always busting someone's balls.
0: A vengeful ninja. Self-driving as well, it's like, suck on that Elon Musk. And a streetwise renegade.
3: I hated this film so much, I haven't actually seen the ending.
0: We'll be united by cinematic fate. Their mission, to search for the meanest sexiest and coolest ultimate action hero in the last action heroes podcast Uh, with me today, I have uh, Leon. Yo! I have Dan. Relax, I'm here. And we have Jesper. Relax, it's all in the reflexes. <laughs> <Hey>. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I'm your host for today, uh, Bjorn. So, you think you've got
3: style? I love I love Jack Burton. I think he's a cool guy. You, what have we got here? We've got this kind of trucker who... Sees himself as an action hero, like a very much an 80s action hero, even though, oh, I don't know if he is or not. What do you think?
0: Mm. Like, is he? Is his self-belief correct? Yeah, I don't think he's an action hero. Like, he's more of an anti-hero. Like, he, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really want to. Uh, you know he, he wants to. Well, oh, I'd back. say the opposite yeah. I think he definitely does want to it's whether he mm. is or not
4: yeah. like, I don't <laughs>
1: even like is he aware of he's doing action hero stuff or at least trying to because sometimes you kind of get the feeling he's sort of lost in his own head and sees the world in a very Jack
3: Burton is yeah. light mm-hmm. you know uh, the Jack Burton reality um, it's like Jack Burton is the guy who has watched all the 80s action hero films and thought oh that's me yeah. like I am that guy <laughs> He very much just kind of accepts the things
2: that are happening to him. You know, he just flies in the face of danger, just deals with the hand he's been dealt, doesn't he? Really, he's not. I
0: wouldn't say he's like an apprehensive suit, like a hero, but no, he's very pragmatic. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, okay, this is my life now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna to take charge. It. I'm the leader. Follow the leader, and then, and then he just likes, you know, he does what he needs to do. But uh, he's
2: not a guy with a plan, is he? Like he just wings his way through much it, everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, he likes yeah.
1: to think he's got a plan, but uh, in I think in reality, it's all just more sort of coincidence and happenstance. And his, I don't know, his constant positive self, um, you know, self-belief means that he always makes it look as though he comes out on top as if he planned the whole thing, which I think is just amazing, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
3: His style of leadership is almost like, you know, just throw down a really solid, confident one-liner and then just assume everything is going to work beyond that point. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um, so, so when we talk about style, then like, is he is he a stylish guy, or does he have the it factor? Uh, I'm gonna go back to that. Like, you know, I said
3: he he sort of he's the kind of guy that's watched. 80s films and believes he's that kind of action hero i think he dresses like that as well almost like yeah. you know what would an action hero wear a vest the boots <laughs> the trucker hat I don't, I don't know it's like a yeah. pantomime action hero but in yeah. a good way
2: <laughs> he's well built in the film as well but not like on the same sort of level as say like the arnies or the stallones or anyone of that era he's not like yeah, rippling yeah. muscles he's just kind of like he can pull off a vest, you know? Yeah. Just, Apparently he
3: buffed up quite a lot for this role.
2: Um, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. If you look at him, say like in like the thing, which is what, a few years earlier, he's, he's not. The oh, kind
0: he's all of fluffy, coats, that. All fluffy yeah. coats and beards in that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, he's,
2: he's, put, he's putting on the muscle with the big seal furs and stuff, isn't he? That's what
0: he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But he skipped leg day. It's, it's all, it's all upper body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why his arm reflexes are so good. Yeah. It's, it's all <laughs> in the yeah. arm reflexes. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. He can't
1: yeah. kick
0: anything. <laughs> I, think,
2: yeah. I think,
1: I think, gun yes but i mean i'm sorry i i don't know if this is becoming a thing of mine but again the mullet i mean mm. you know kurt russell throughout the 80s he is the only one who can carry a mullet and carry it well you know i mean he's i mean it's already there in the thing it's definitely he's already carrying it in escape from new york and here as well uh i mean he i mean kevin bacon's got nothing on no. <laughs> uh, on Kurt Russell and his mullet style. Uh,
2: He's got the best looking mullet we've had on the show, for he sure. He definitely
1: has. He definitely has. And I think he even carried on carrying it all the way up <laughs> throughout the 90s. Uh, I think he didn't shave it off until, what, 99 or something like that. <laughs> um, that description, he
2: carries a, it. You don't wear a mullet, you carry a mullet. You yeah, carry okay. the mullet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a badge yeah. of honor. You
3: carry the mullet well. <laughs> I, I like to think that most mullets are actually based on hat hair. I don't think you intend to grow a mullet. You're just a hat wearer. And then it kind of (laughs) grows to that shape. Um, I've witnessed it happen myself. myself. (laughs) I really like um, Jack Burton's uh, like arsenal as well you know he's got the he's got the vest the trucker hat. Actually, he's a master of disguise we'll go into that later he sometimes <laughs> wears a suit mm-hmm. too but he's got like the action hero outfit but it, his arsenal of choice is also a combat knife that he carries mm. in his teeth mm. and this kind of <laughs> submachine gun and it's just a solid combo for an action hero like knife in one hand gun in the other and like uh like a uh, trucker hat and mullet it's, yeah. it's a powerful look yeah. know, he also, he also can't work well. He also can't work
2: that submachine gun when he first exactly. gets it on. Yeah. So <laughs> no, you can no, tell he's like actually got no experience or the knife. with guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. also, there's <laughs> a, there's yeah. one,
0: knife, one scene where he brings out the knife and then he accidentally throws it away, right? That's yeah. so That's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
3: like that he's always, you know, as a sort of approach and a style, I, I do like that he's always up for it. He's got his knife and he's got his gun and it's not always going to work out for this guy, but he's definitely there. He'll be at the front. He's ready for action. Yeah. Action usually somehow avoids him by nature, but he's definitely up for it. He's, he's gung ho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I-
1: i like that he also seems to be very much aware of his own style like there's this great uh point uh, it's a little bit later in in the movie but where he's being offered they're getting ready for the final battle he's he is being offered a was it a magnum 44 you know kind of dirty harry style you can be dirty gun, harry massive yeah <laughs> exactly which is massive and he just you know just you know just refuses. like no no no. he's got his knife he's got his little you know submachine gun pistol thing whatever it is and he's happy uh, with that because you know he's you know he's jack burton you you know, he doesn't imitate style you know he yeah. imitates you know there's a point as well where
3: he actively selects that gun because there's a scene yeah. where there's three of them in a tunnel mm. and there are three guns there's a shotgun a pistol and a submachine gun and they all keep like uh like yoinking them out of each other's hands and jack intentionally gets the submachine gun he swaps twice so he mm-hmm. can get that machine gun yeah, yeah. yeah. that's his gun yeah
2: I feel like though, despite like all of his stylings within the film itself, like everything he's, you know, he's doing and experiencing and, and being with these people outside of this, you know, the, the intro and outro we get for Jack, I kind of almost feel like he's a bit of a lone wolf. You know, he lives yeah. life yeah. his way, his rules and life is own road. We know That's he's, he's yeah. divorced,
0: right? Because he, he talks about that in, uh, in the monologue, I guess, <laughs> that he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, He talks about how... <laughs> that's when he first mentioned the reflexes part like his ex-wife or something was saying saying to him that uh, how do you you know keep how safe on the road yeah <laughs> how do you drive at night and he said it's all in the reflexes baby it's all in the reflexes
2: <laughs> how do you drive at night when it's really dark raining and you're wearing sunglasses
3: <laughs> that's like a blues brothers line um, i yeah. really like that jack burton is a truck you know I, I kind i think it gives him Exactly like you said, it makes him a lone wolf. You know, he's used to life on the road. He's used to life mm-hmm. on his own. He can turn up in this this crazy scenario, take it head on because he's such a brave man and then just go back to his lone wolf life. Yeah, yeah. I think that's quite a sort of charming character. Going yeah. back
2: to his truck as well, I feel almost, almost it's a shame like you never see what's in the back of his truck. I mean, yeah, he's probably hauling goods, but I bet he's got like a full love pattern. Hauling, in the back ass or hauling ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see
3: his living space in, within that truck. Yeah. That truck is fierce as well. It's like a huge, big rigger with a chrome grill, and like you know, it's got you know. He's the kind of guy that's down the highway like
4: purr purr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah I love that truck. Exactly. The, the At shop. some point, he
3: manages yeah. to ditch the trailer. We never really know where, and it's just this sort of like a tank <laughs> charging through Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Man, trying to drive that thing through San Francisco—I mean, those
3: streets are tiny. Yeah, I was thinking like. the same, yeah. yeah. yeah Isn't that's... there a bit where he goes down a lane and he nearly knocks the he, the wing mirrors like knocking lanterns off the wall or something because he <laughs> yeah. doesn't fit down the yeah. lane?
2: Yeah, and he cuts up Egg Shen and his little tour bus as well. Yeah. Is...
0: <laughs> so I mean, he, he's kind of like a, a podcaster in a way because um, he's he's <laughs> he's on the Pork Shop Express and he has a ham radio, and I mean that's another. <laughs> I, I guess yeah, I thought and he's maybe just sitting that's there why just it's talking called. nonsense, yeah. you know, yeah. which I think is just, you know, wonderful,
1: you know, and he's and he's not even sure if anyone's listening because he <laughs> because he keeps on going. I'm talking to anyone's who to anyone who is listening out there. And even if people are listening or not, he doesn't care because this yeah. is just him just giving out Jack Burton with wisdom,
0: right? And yeah, so can you imagine You yeah, you you're, you're, you're um, sitting at home and you're trying out different
4: frequencies. <laughs> <or> br- br- <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Jack Burton comes on, comes and on, like, and
1: oh like, wow, this is great! Yeah, I like
2: to think Jack Burton's the kind of person who'd be spouting his words of wisdom down the
3: CB radio, but he's forgot to turn it on. Like, yeah. just- <laughs> <laughs> what, what I did like. I actually watched this last night and I, I picked up a line which I wrote down because I think it sort of says a lot about him. I noticed he's a believer because during his monologue at the start, he says, I'm not saying I've been everywhere and done everything, but I do know that it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. Mm-hmm. A man would have to be a fool to think we're all alone in this universe. Yeah. And I think that kind yeah. of explains why he's a little bit like open to all these things that's going to mm-hmm. happen to him because he's kind of a believer. And I think part of him really wants to like. Encounter demons and ghosts and monsters. Yeah, yeah for
2: sure. Yeah. And like, again, as a trucker, you know, he's going to have traveled, you know, probably around America quite a bit. And all right, he may not have seen the same things he sees in the experience of this film, but he's probably seen some pretty amazing things out on the road. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
3: Roads. Yeah. Yep. Um, Bars. Lines on roads. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Warehouses. Yeah. Yep. Other trucks, you know, cars. <laughs> Loads of, like, drive throughs Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that like must he, open your mind man roads <laughs> upon roads kind of, uh, upon roads
2: <laughs> you kind of wonder like you know how, how does he know wang you know what what's their their history because you know they're obviously friends before and he's obviously almost like a port to port kind of guy not not in the sense like yeah. he's a, you know a naval mm. officer but you know he gets around a lot he obviously knows a lot of people so. Yeah. yeah. Cause also mm.
3: when he arrives at chinatown like he's really getting on with everybody yeah you know they're all yeah. smiley they're all chatty he goes and plays cards and they've i, I there was a scene and it's probably inconsequential really but they're gambling, and they're all holding these wedges of money in their hand. And I kind of liked that it felt safe there; like no one was mm. going to steal their money. They're all just mm. this happy little family yeah. of like truckers and traders in this place. Yeah, I yeah. thought there was something nice about that. I like that. You yeah, know, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. The, the film starts with him like in the truck, and then he's eating, and then he gets to the market, and he continues eating, and then <laughs> and then they start to gamble, and then you see like it's yeah. the it's the next morning, and they're still gambling. Yeah, still up all night gambling drinking. Yes, yeah. like, so you're like, not
2: gonna get back in your truck and drive now, are you? Like, <laughs> surely
3: <laughs> I really like as well that in the first sort of I don't know, six minutes of that film, he's been on the radio and he's dropped the uh the weather thing about oh it's all in the reflexes. And then they gamble and Wang does that thing, you know, if I can break this bottle with my sword, mm. double or nothing, I win. And um, <laughs> he goes to hit the bottle and it hurtles at Jack at like a million miles an hour. And he does, his <laughs> reflexes just ting, catch it. It's all in the reflexes. Yeah. And you never hear it beyond those two points, but that's the total setup for the conclusion of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that.
1: I think we should also just talk a little bit about uh, Wang as well. I mean, in terms of style, yeah, I think that he deserves some praise too. I mean, he's a sharp dresser. You know, he's uh, you know he's wearing a hat. He's uh, you know he's carrying it well. He's got this cool, silky woven scarf. And he's carrying around a fucking meat cleaver as well. Yeah. And he's not a big—he's not a big guy, so it kind of makes you wonder, like, where is he hiding that thing, and why is he even wearing it? I mean, um, you know, presumably, you know, the streets of uh, the streets of Little China can be quite rough at night, maybe. And mm. little where was like he hiding needs- it, Jesper? Sorry, where was he hiding it? I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to work it out. You know. Like, where? Like, where on earth? Wolf? Like, I mean. Surely, I mean, he can't be wearing boots that are big enough for him to actually hide the thing. <laughs> well, like thigh-high uh, boots. thigh high boots, <laughs> high, high boots exactly. The massive meat cleaver that comes out. So, yeah, it's just one of the big mysteries for me uh, of this movie. Like, where is Wang hiding that fucking meat cleaver?
2: <laughs> well, they say that, you know, he, he owns a restaurant. You know, he's he's, he's a rich family boy because he's family yeah. own a restaurant. And I get the impression maybe he's at the markets that morning. All well, that way even in maybe picking up fresh produce you know fish meats anything that's coming in so yeah, probably just he's just in his truck shit around. yeah hmm. he's probably just yeah. picking
3: up goods All right, I yeah. think as well if we're talking about style like there, there's two different angles to Wang Chi I think you could see him as Jack Burton's sidekick and I think that, yeah you know jack's he's he's armed up he's an action hero and he's got a sidekick but the the film kind of plays out very differently mm. in perhaps jack is <laughs> wang chi's sidekick yeah, yeah, yeah. you never quite <laughs> that's what i that like about this
0: out. movie because it's not really clear who is the main character i mean we've talked about this before with the tacked on intro like they added later because they they felt like you know they wanted Which to make I jack, jack, yeah i mean it's i i would agree with you leon but uh but if that intro wasn't there, you wouldn't really know who is the main character because there's yeah. several tracks. You know, you have Jack's story, you have Bang's story, uh, you have Eggshen's story and they all yeah. kind of like progress, you know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. interesting. Mm. Uh, this, it's why I dislike this um, start
3: scene they've tacked on and I don't want to go too far on a tangent. But I feel like actually the, the almost the trick of the film was not telling you who's who. It's letting you believe one is the lead and the other's the sidekick, and then realizing that's probably not right. And I feel like that start scene forces you into believing Jack is the hero when really Mm. I don't think he is. I almost find it a bit deceptive. Mm. Um, I kind of feel it's all around the marketing, you know. I think
2: Kurt Russell was the bankable star, you know, the sell to get people in seats and watch mm. this film and people had yeah. an expectation that he was going to be the hero of it which he he then wasn't you know he kind of serves as the the audience view into the into this the world you know he's the all-american hero in a world he doesn't fully understand and actually it's everybody else who has to carry him through it and i think when people mm. watch the film they almost feel the same way he does they don't know what's going on they're completely confused and you know they're out of their out of their depth and i think mm. back then when the film released people didn't really kind of appreciate that at the time like again that like, you know. Talking about the world of action films at that time, you know, Irony and everybody else, you know, um, what he's doing in this film is just completely different. He's not an action hero at all, mm. but mm. <laughs> he's,
3: he's, he's the personality, I guess. Do you think yeah. this even, well, it is an action film, but is it like an action hero film? I don't know. I can't really yeah. work this film out. I you know, yeah. if you had to say what genre is it, it's it's a really tough one to place. in Mysticism. <laughs> yeah, comedy. <laughs> comedy. It's definitely a comedy. <laughs> action adventure. Yeah. Action, adventure,
1: comedy, fantasy, (laughs) (laughs) kung fu. Ghost and monster
0: movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we just had a
2: hat and picked out all these bits of paper that we're going to make a right. It's not easy to put a
0: label label on this film. uh, (laughs) Which is why it's so hard to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, point. it's our third time talking about it, so that yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe more we'll <laughs> lose Maybe more, exactly. We know. Should just keep talking about this film. Maybe, maybe
3: this is the podcast that gets released. I think. <laughs> I, I sure hope
0: so. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I think sort of going back to your point uh, or your question, Leon, around, is Jack Burton act, uh, actually an action hero? Um, I mean, in terms of classic hero with, you know, sort of it's mm-hmm. the hero, it's all like centered around him and he goes off and, you know, discovers himself and all that stuff. But uh, I think that's definitely questionable. But I think in terms of an a man of action, like an action man, he, I mean, Jack Burton is definitely that, you know, he's got the, you know, he's got the, you know he's got the biceps. He's got the you know he's got the he's got the style, the tank top, the mullet. You know the guns and the knives and everything like that. And he throws himself into uh, the action, uh, and he doesn't hold back. And you know he's definitely out to save the day. It just happens more on a you know sort of by you know by accident chance, than yeah. actually yeah. by chance. Then than by actual, um, you know, actual plan. So I think he's definitely a man of action. I would fully agree that it's questionable whether or not he's the action hero of this movie. I mean, I would actually, I mean, I think we've all agreed that no, he's not, you know, he's, yeah. you know, he's not the hero here.
3: So many words to say no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you said something about him throwing himself into it there. And I, what I do like about Jack's style is he genuinely seems like high on life? Like he's totally at peace with everything and like having fun and totally embracing adventure. Mm. And I think that's quite a nice approach for a hero. You know, it's not about revenge and he's not been made mad. He's just a guy that is totally up for this. Fuck it. Yep, yeah. we're in this situation. Let's go for it. Yeah. And I, I quite like that along those lines, he's he's that's right, he's he's got no hesitation either. In the very first scenes, we see that for no reason at all, he's willing to protect a woman. He tries rescuing someone. He, mm. he um, like, bashes Wang Chi out of the way so he doesn't get hit by a car. And you learn very quickly that he, he's willing to, I don't know, just put himself in front of danger for other people. Yeah. And I quite like that. He yeah.
1: definitely seems to have a very strong sense of right and wrong. And, uh, yeah. you know, so he, you know, he doesn't like to stand aside while others are being, you know, hurt or...
3: Yeah, yeah. he's a good yeah. guy.
1: He's yeah. a good guy, yeah. Good morals.
0: Yeah, Yeah, good morals. Uh, I mean, he's a—he's <laughs> also a bit of a ladies' man. I mean, you can tell like... Well, he, you know, he thinks he is. Well, he yeah. thinks he is, yeah. <laughs> but the first time he, he meets, he sees Gracie Law, he just immediately goes up to her and starts hitting her. Like, no introduction. It's like, it's just straight in, you know? <laughs> How many yeah. other
2: men can tell a woman there's a problem with their face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On, on s-
0: style as well, and just yeah.
3: moving on from Jack, I think beyond him there's a lot of style in this film i think we've got you know stylish stylish enemies stylish guardians mm. stylish heroes stylish women even the like the prostitutes in the house are stylish like there's style dripping all over this film yeah the yeah. set pieces the colors yeah. the lighting that like it's cool yeah yeah oh no hold on we've got to rewind yeah. sorry oh. there is one more style thing right. i can't believe okay. we forgot to talk about this yeah um he is a master of disguise Henry Henry Swanson's my name and excitement's my game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy,
2: it's raining cats and dogs out there.
3: That wonderful (laughs) like I love that he is actually a master of disguise. He walks in and he's like, what is he? Like a sort of. Middle-aged, middle-America businessman or something. Yeah. I feel like he's an accountant. So he looks an accountant. like a car
0: salesman or something. A, a car salesman. <laughs> I mean. A sleazy car salesman. Yeah. yeah. He's with like, that you
2: know, awful fucking suit on. Like that mustard yeah. suit. Yeah, He's yeah. it, it, like... He's trying to make his mullet more respectful by just sweeping it to one side. Yeah,
3: the lovely side-parted hair. <laughs>
1: Amazing. And what does he actually use for keeping that mullet under, con, under control? I mean, uh, did he just, like... Like what, like oil?
3: Like, I, olive, oil I think, like olive oil? I think he just oozes confidence and I think it's just swept across with pure confidence. <laughs> 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 he's just <Wow>. so slimy. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that scene is quite funny though. I mean, you know, he's, he's like undercover, It does make right? you wonder... Yeah it does make make you wonder slightly like where did like where did he
1: get the inspiration for henry swanson from because i mean he's got the whole style the voice the name and everything like that so where did he get that inspiration from
4: that that's I wonder, what i love about
3: know? it is he just like switches it on one minute he's Jack Burton he's like oh I can get in there and then yeah. the next second he's Henry Swanson like he's done this before yeah, yeah he thinks on his feet yeah. really quickly yeah. and that whole thing he does actually like, which yeah. he's
2: like oh cash your charge he's like oh cash
3: I guess I mean it's non-deductible <laughs> it's like oh did nice. oh can you take your tie off oh yeah I better take the tie off my wife bought me this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah brilliant Yeah, kind of
1: want to see more of Henry Swanson like you know could they do like a spin-off or something the like that The Adventures of Henry, Henry Swanson, Swanson.
0: <laughs> The Adventures of Henry Swanson but even like the character Jack Burton I, I, it's a shame that you know you know he could be in, in a totally different movie right yeah <laughs> he could just be would, jack burton
2: <laughs> i would like to see more adventures of jack yeah. but like i don't necessarily I, I don't know like i don't know if a sequel would work but i'd like to know more about the guy i'd like to know what other adventures he got up to and what the tv maybe, show, maybe he did before yeah. or after you know mm. yeah i, think I, I think feel be... like
3: you can't handle the adventures jack burton
0: goes on <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah the, this is the safe version you know yeah
4: exactly <laughs> 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 you know
0: this is what you can show.
3: <laughs> uh, it's a little jump, and I know this is jumping around, but I noticed last night as well. We were talking about um, Jack Burton's style in how he's willing to just sort of face things, face adversity head on, and he sees himself as a bit of a hero and a fighter. And just after that Henry Swanson scene, that's what made me think of it. The storms arrive to kidnap the girl and i love that jack burton's instinct this this we'll talk about it later but this ninja this storm guy is a terrifying threat and he just runs over to him lifts his hat up and just punches him square in the mouth twice (laughs) and i love that like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and i love that these things are like the ultimate scary fear (laughs) and jack just
0: doesn't see it he's just like i'm gonna punch this guy in the face and
2: fly through the ceiling (laughs) i'm gonna punch him like yeah
4: (laughs) yeah good move (laughs) what a guy
0: yeah, he doesn't get scared I mean and you know, if, you know if someone tells him "Oh, don't be scared he's like I'm not scared you know right. he's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's like <laughs> but you can't really oh. tell yeah but okay
3: he, relax I am yeah.
0: relaxed yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he doesn't like to take orders or anyone to tell him to do anything right like, it's his way yeah. yeah it's his way or the highway well <laughs> look based on that should
3: we wrap up mm. the scores
0: for yeah, style yeah, and then yeah. let's jump into
3: that let's jump into his charisma yeah, yeah. yeah. all right all Who right, would like all to the, lead? Anyone good? The... jump in? Go nah, on, Bion.
0: Me? Yeah, I'm going right. to dictate today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, my score for style would be a 3.5. Um, it's not, he's not like a super stylish guy for me, like, or he, like an, as an action hero. It's, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> he's not, he's not... Uh, <laughs> You know, he's, he's iconic for sure. Though, like, hmm. especially that tank top, faded jeans look. Like, if someone if if someone did that on Halloween and you know this film, you would immediately recognize. oh, yeah, it's Jack Burton, right? Yeah. So I um, would now, having watched yeah. this film about a million times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah otherwise you wouldn't. But 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 yeah, three point five seems like an apt score. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Style. Who's hmm. next, Dan?
1: Yes, Take it. All right. So um, I'm actually going to give him. A five, uh, because I just really like the way he handles himself. He carries him himself. I mean, he's got a mullet. He wears a tank top and cowboy boots. And I don't know if you noticed, but he's carrying these saddlebags around in this uh, in the um, in the start of the movie, which I just think is such a like. Who carries saddlebags around? Like even <laughs> even in, in the eighties, it's such a hipster yeah. thing to do. Uh, he also looks great in a he also looks great in a kimono. There's a point like a point uh, yeah. like where he's wearing this kimono because he's gotten all wet, which I think is just like even that he manages to pull off. <laughs> and he has some truck you know he has the pork chop express which has got to be one of the coolest vehicles in action movie history purp. ever like right up there with the batmobile um and the fact that he sits there in his truck and just talks gibberish in his um in his cb radio uh like you said bjorn you know he's you know he's essentially an early podcaster he is what we podcasters should all aspire uh, to be um yeah uh i have a lot of love for jack burton so yeah a solid five uh for me
2: nice Go on, Leo. Take it away.
3: Okay. Um, look, in, in regards to aesthetic style, I love Jack Burton. I, I think having a truck is probably one of my favorite things in the world. You can do anything you want in a truck. Um, I like that, yeah. Sounds a like a someone knife. should
0: get a t- truck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys,
3: if we can sort out getting me a truck, then uh, I'm set for life. Um, I like the gun. I like the knife. I like the, the mullet and the hat. You know, I think he's a cool looking guy. The only thing that lets down his style for me is that when it comes down to it, he can't back up his confidence. I think, you know, he, he'll go gun blazing, guns blazing into something, but he'll normally lose or require someone else to help him out of the situation, even <laughs> though he'll believe he did it. So for me, it's a 3.5. Um, yeah. Style is great, but he lets himself down with his <laughs> inability to back it up. Only let yourself down. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, I guess. Go
2: on, me. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I kind of feel like, yeah. I can't really say anything really that you guys haven't said already you know when it comes to St- Jack Starr you know he's kind of the definition of a hero you know visually he's cocky wisecracking he seems unfazed in the face of danger you know he's definitely he's paid his dues that's for sure um, you know he's got this all American <laughs> swagger check in the mail yeah yeah in the <laughs> mail. He's got this All-American swagger, but as we kind of seen her say, it's, it's a bit all for show, really, isn't it? I mean, we often find that he can barely walk the walk to back up his talk, you know. If the walk was more like a drunken teeter across like, the pavement, then I think that would be kind of more his style, really. But he just does it all with so much fun, you know, and he tops it all off with this you know, really iconic outfit. You, we spoke last week about, you know, if you were to go to a fancy dress party as Val and Earl. Uh, you know, in your V&E, darling, you know, the cowboy attire, <laughs> you'd look like a bunch of unironic hipsters. But I think, you know, any child of the 80s is going to recognise you coming as, as Jack Burton. It's such an iconic kind of mm. look. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, it's going to be a five.
0: Okay, Wow, nice. Big nice. scores all right so then we're into charisma which is the the second topic who needs friends anyway yeah if if he lacks something in style he makes it up in charisma because this this is a guy this is a charismatic guy right (laughs) i like that he leads every conversation like a fucking
4: badass
3: (laughs) yeah he's got sort of no self-awareness of how possibly obnoxious he is but brilliant for the viewer (laughs) Like, get behind
0: me yeah (laughs) yeah no he, he is he's very assertive like the way he speaks and like he's just he, he yeah very like just this is this is the way like let, let's do this you know like he never uh he never falters you know he never like he never shows any hesitation you yeah know? No. Like C- he's come just,
3: on jack don't be afraid afraid <laughs> are you yeah. kidding
0: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's got
2: delusions of grandeur for totally. sure. yeah like, yeah
3: he definitely thinks he's all that. <laughs> I like the
1: fact that he also, you know, he also makes decisions like he tries, I mean, he thinks like on his feet and he makes a decision not always the right decision or it makes like any sense or anything like that but um but you know he never, you know, he never stops, he never feels phase or anything yeah. like that which I think is um, you know, a he's good quality. Cluelessly fearless. Mm. clueless yes exactly that's a
0: good way to summon him up there's one scene where where he shoots a gun and like he he misses like he can't shoot for shit right and then uh, eddie eddie lee asks him like uh, is that the first time you ever plugged somebody and he he goes of course not (laughs) from that point onwards the the
3: absolute confidence he goes into any firefight with is unbelievable he's like shooting (laughs) everything
2: (laughs) he feels like i don't know yeah you yeah. know he's
3: not done any of this shit he's bullshitting his way through it
2: for
4: sure
3: yeah and talking <laughs> of bullshitting his way through he's he's been he's got this gift of not being able to shut the fuck up like <laughs> in any situation he just cannot shut the fuck up
0: yeah he's got the gift of the gab yeah. yeah, yeah, he can talk talk himself, himself into trouble and he can talk himself out of trouble. You know? Big I'm trouble. Sure. I love big big later trouble, yeah. in the
2: film when he he first encounters Lo, Lopan, and Lopan, you know, that's supposed to be his almost his monologue moment, I guess. You know, this is what I'm doing, this is my aim, and he just won't shut the fuck up and he's just winding him up like yeah. endlessly. It's brilliant. <laughs>
3: and, yeah. the, and that Lopan is like the ultimate villain of the film, and his name is David Lopan, and he just yeah. keeps calling him Dave. Yeah. Okay, relax, Dave. Yeah. Chill out, Dave. You should know this, Dave. Just like. Love how sort of belittling that is to this ultimate power.
0: Yeah, this de- yeah, this guy like he's been alive for like thousands of years, right? Yeah. And, and then this this guy just walks in and just yeah. like completely belittles him. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Jumped up, arrogant fucking trucker. Okay, okay. Dave.
3: You mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> would have thought a thousand-year warlord could be brought to the edge of insanity by a fucking trucker.
3: Yeah. he's really good at like diffusing things as well though and i I don't think he intends to but just his i don't know his overconfidence i think it it allows people to just get behind him it's like okay well look, he
0: believes in himself let's do it let's follow this guy i quite like that no he's definitely a born leader you know he even says at one time yeah he even says at one point like Completely non-ironically, like, follow the leader. Like, like, you know?
1: <laughs> he kind of he kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, in uh, Futurama, the character Sap uh, uh, Brannigan. It's sort of a little bit uh, like Love that. Sap uh, Brannigan. You know, us, the mm. audience, is like uh, Brannigan's little uh, alien sidekick, uh, Kiff, you know, like rolling the eyes and going, "Oh, here we go again and everything like that. But yeah. there's just something quite endearing about it. Um, mm. I do think also in Jack's defense, there are a couple of, things he says or decisions he made that kind of make good sense. There's this wonderful scene where uh, I think it's about halfway through. They've uh, broken free all the prisoners in the, this little prison area uh, they have. They're running through the warehouse. Jack is uh, – they're getting ready to make a run for the exit. Jack opens this door and there's all these bad guys just standing There's like this beautiful comedy moment. Uh, and then he closes the door and goes, we may need another plan. Then yeah. the bad guys start to break through the door and Jack tells the others, go, hide. And they And they kind of look at him and go, hide, what are you – what are you talking about? But then Jack makes a good point, like, hi, because they only saw me. It's like, that is mm. actually sort of not a bad idea, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he does have his few moments of brilliance there, I think. <laughs>
3: yeah, he, He's also, like, to, to follow on from that, he, his arrogant guessing and his arrogant assumptions usually pay off. Mm. Like, he'll make guesses <laughs> on things and they're like, he's like, oh, so what? what is that thing? Is it one of these? And they'll say, well, yeah, it is. And he's like, yeah, I thought so and that actually happens quite often like what what is that chinese numbers going backwards and they're like well downwards but yeah what is in that A magic potion yeah
0: thought so like he just knows he's like a. he's like the kid you know when you were kids and you did like trouble he was he was the kid who never got into trouble you know like everyone else got like you know you know so, like you know someone t- told told on them or something but he was always, he always got off like scot-free like he's that guy because he's I like as well that he,
3: he walks into the room at the start, you know, and there's all these, it's Chinatown and everyone's sort of Chinese and he walks in like he, he owns the place. But everyone really quite likes him very soon after that. And, you know, the overconfidence to think he he can get the woman. Well, he does actually end up
0: getting the woman and, and everything yeah. does
3: kind of, everything's coming up Jack Burton. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: it it, yeah. pan, it exactly. pans out for him, I yeah. Like low pans. Oh, I saw what you did there. Oh, nice. (laughs) It low pans out for him.
2: Boom. There it
1: is. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have one shitty pun. It days out for him. Oh,
2: that
3: won't be your last (laughs) shitty pun.
2: (laughs) I think one of the things that's kind of quite interesting, uh, this is much style, I guess, is into the charisma, but we were talking about this last night. And, you know, when you consider the, the, the hero's journey, you know, about someone who is supposed to go off on this adventure and experience something that changes them, you know, he has not changed from this experience like all he wanted was his truck back and he's he ends up in the same place he wanted to be back at the start and he's
0: just Then yeah, you don't change, his way through you don't it, change like. perfect right <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I do think that's relevant though in that like i think usually with the hero's journey a person goes in um what would be the word you know with like a kind of medium confidence and then they Mm -hmm. get knocked down and then they have to build their confidence back up to realize who they should have been but i think that jack burton comes in with such a high level of confidence (laughs) in himself that he can't really get any better better. in his own mind
4: yeah
1: (laughs) i mean it's kind of like he's already previously completed the hero's journey so again it's you know (laughs) it's interesting to see you know what you know what what did Jack Burton do before? Like you know, be, you know, before he went to San Francisco, what happened? Because I'm pretty sure that you
0: know something would have something would have happened. <laughs> like you like you were saying, Leon. Like he 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 does his you know his thing and like he's kind of pushing th- through, but like people still like him uh I, th- I thought you know he's kind of similar to me like similar to michael douglas's character in black rain that we also stop fucking referencing
3: it. black rain <laughs> no, to, to,
0: the only similarity
2: i have a mullet and kurt russell's mullet no there's a lot of similarities because he has mullet
0: he's there's a fish out of water element where you know the you know they go they go to no the nation country no way fish out of water He's he's the biggest yeah. fish in the pond.
3: Yeah. He's yeah. Just yeah. In the wrong yeah. Pond. a shark
0: yeah. in a tank here. Yeah, <laughs> But I guess that's where like Mar- Michael Douglas's character in Black- in Black Rain doesn't have charisma whereas Jack does. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's an
2: interesting it's an interesting reference point though. I mean, you know, I think I think
0: um, I'm going to keep you know, making them.
2: Michael Douglas's <laughs> character though, you know, he's he's rebellious to the point of you know, he's just an asshole most of the time. Yeah. You know, he he's kind of ignorant of people's Beliefs and cultures, and just wants to do things his way. Whereas Jack, Burn he's, he's more open to this stuff. He's just
0: Jack yeah, Byrne. but he's he's kind of the same. Like you know, like in that scene where where they're meeting at uh, Egg Shen's hideout, and there's uh, the the gang is there, and like and Jack sees them, he's like, Does he, do do these guys even speak English? Or you know, like so he's he's kind yeah. of disrespectful. Yeah. But
2: he's not a pompous prick about it,
3: is he? No,
0: no, nah, yeah.
3: I'm well, yeah, he kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> well, <fair laughs> <on>. I am
0: <I'm laughs>
4: seeing the,
3: the, the link. The only problem is that like Black Rain is absolutely fucking terrible and I
0: do not think we should relate these two films <laughs> <laughs> no I like I like Black Rain that's why I'm I'm gonna keep mentioning it <laughs> go watch Black Rain <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else then just to annoy Leon mm-hmm. yeah Co-bra, or to know, annoy
3: yourself you
1: regret it
0: <laughs>
3: Go and watch Black Rain. See who's laughing then. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, uh, what were we talking yeah. about? Jack Charisma. Burton. No, but yeah. So my point, my point is because he's charismatic, he gets away with it, you know. But yeah, if, he, yeah. if he wasn't, you know, people would hate hate him because he, he is kind of pompous, he is kind of arrogant prick, you know. But but he's you know endearing. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyone want Score? to do some scores. Who's some scores. It's over to you.
2: All right. Let's take uh,
3: let's take you first, Leon. Let's go for it. Okay, I'm going to keep it nice and simple. Five out of five. Um, he's back-to-back one-liners, witty comebacks. Uh, witty comebacks. <laughs> he's got this like unaware ego. He's endearing. I think out of pretty much all of the films we've seen, Jack Burton is probably one of my favourites in regards to his charisma and his ability to charm and entertain. Love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, Bear. Go for it.
1: All right, so I'm going to give him a four. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jack Burton, he's an absolute action hero dis, uh, a disaster, but he has charm and self-confidence and total ignorance. He doesn't know that he's a failure. He's got this proper <laughs> can-do attitude. And even when things happen by accident, he manages to somehow flip it around to somehow come out on top as this was all part of his plan. And he dives straight into things. Uh, you know, it's unlike Val and Earl from Tremors who are constantly trying to avoid any sort of heroism <laughs> and escape at any give, given chance. Jack just dives straight in like, I was born ready. Uh, mm. You got to give that a four, you know?
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I agree with you, Jasper. My my score is also four. I, I think he, he he has it, but like... What he has is not really, you know, he he, He has it, it's just no one really knows what that it is. Yeah, (laughs) well, if I try to rank him as an action hero, uh, you know, he doesn't really have that that action hero factor, which is why I couldn't give him a five. But he's definitely a charismatic guy, so strong four. Yes. Yeah I mean pretty much the same
2: kind of as you guys really so yeah I think Jack Burton's very much a guy who tries to talk his way around things but definitely gets himself into more trouble if anything. (laughs) Um, Going into the film he seems to really clearly have his own motivations in the adventure you know he wants to get his truck back he wants to get the money that Wang owes him but he quickly kind of eschews all of that and you know wants to just help his friends he's a genuinely guy with you know really good morals his heart's very much in the right place you know he just wants to help his mates. Um, He seems to be unfazed by all the experiences that he kind of goes through. Um, And he definitely feels like he's the action hero of his world despite being clearly the opposite. Um, But his his cocksure attitude makes him endlessly likable and entertaining. Uh, And you know that if you went out for drinks within one night it would be the fucking best night of your life you'd probably get beaten yeah. up but it'd be fun
1: <laughs> Lose uh, all your money. If you do get uh, but if you do get beaten up then jack is right there you know jumping in ready to defend you and everything.
2: <laughs> jack's like right that, there so. dropping his knife and no he's, somewhere he's in the not he's knocked unconscious in the corner <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Of yeah there you go <laughs> but i agree with leon he's a, he's a strong five for me
0: all right nice five all right let's get into the bad guys nemesis looks like you got beef
3: I think with the bad guys, there's like, there's two levels, right? You've got your mm. ultimate nemesis, which is Lopan. Mm. And then you've got your next level down, which is the the storms, these ninjas. Yeah. The and boss. then below
0: that, there's a lot of stuff. Even with Lopan, like there's there's Lopan, there's Lopan, the old guy, and then there's Lopan, the, uh, you know, the, the demon or, or even like... And then there's like another layer. There's like three layers to him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: yeah. look, let's dig into Lopan then. Who, yeah. who is Lopan? Would anyone like to give a quick explainer of who this guy is?
2: Which one? Crazy old basket case on wheels or the 10-foot high roadblock?
0: Yeah. Well, we'll start with, <laughs> we'll start with Dave. Dave, <laughs> right. yeah. Dave. Oh, well, he's a guy in a wheelchair. Well, you know. I mean, Dave, Okay, well, there we go. Like, Dave is just a guy in a wheelchair. He's a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> in a
1: wheelchair. Right? <laughs> Moving on. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, what is he? He's a thousand-year-old wizard, uh, m. Is he a wizard or an emperor? I can't quite kind of work that out, but he's basically a thousand-year-old uh, emperor hiding in the withered skin of an old man because he got... Um, uh, he got...
0: Cursed. I've kind of lost the word there. Cursed, yeah. Cursed, <laughs> that, thanks. Yeah.
1: Uh, he got cursed by a um, by a demon overlord demon. that he's been constantly trying to
3: appease ever since. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So his quest really is to find a green-eyed girl that he can marry so he can break the curse, right? That's that's yeah. his... mission. He's so got a fair quest. People, I though. mean it's a
0: noble quest, you know. Like he's just trying to <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get married. He's <laughs> trying to get
2: married. just trying to get married. Trying to get married, he's, he's, you know. He he's got two kind of um there's two kind of elements to it though. You know, he's got to appease the the demon who who cursed him uh, by marrying the green-eyed woman, but then he's got to appease the an emperor who he kind of overthrew. Um, by then killing that wife. So that kind of adds a bit more of a danger element to it. Ah, yeah. Isn't that what
3: yeah. everyone tries to do with their wife? <laughs> 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 Is this why, why I'm not married? Like, I'm going to <laughs> marry
2: two. This one could be my like one that I'll keep and then this one would be the one that I'll bump off. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Ah, that's interesting, yeah. Dan, because I could never really work out exactly what it was he was trying to do. And I always thought that he had to marry the girl and then sacrifice her to 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 the same demon uh, overlord. But it's essentially... Yeah. Essentially, he's got two masters. Oh, okay, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. the fuck, marry, kill game, you know. Where he's <laughs> <laughs> but it's exclusive to Green Eyed Girl. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay, so Green Eyed Girl, fuck, Green Eyed Girl, yeah. marry, Green Eyed
4: Girl, sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't
3: play if you have green eyes,
1: basically. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Poor yeah. guy. I mean, you know, he's trying to appease two masters and it, and it can't just be any random girl. It has to be a green eyed girl. which mm. are, uh, A
4: green eyed Chinese
0: girl, which is like unheard of.
4: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, but I actually
3: thought this last night. I was watching it and I, I do have a bit of sympathy for Lopan. I mean, he's a shit. He's a horrible businessman. <laughs> he's doing crime. He, he He's kidnapping women, but he's yeah. completely trapped and he's got absolutely no way to like do anything. He can't die. He's just stuck in this status and it's not like he's trying to hurt others. He's just trying to desperately get himself out of this. Awful prison. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's ancient and cursed and awkward and looking for love. I mean,
4: you, know, you, can, you can have a, a bit of sympathy you know, for that. You set up a
2: Tinder profile.
4: Yes, <laughs> it's Dave Lopad. Dave Lopad. <laughs> <laughs> ancient
2: um, demon, horny,
3: <laughs> looking for green-eyed girl. Yeah, you might not survive this relationship. <laughs> yeah, for love, marriage, and sacrifice.
2: I mean, it's later hinted at you know he he was. He was previously a sorcerer and I think, you know, he, he has he has kind of ambitions of ruling the world. You know, he wants to kind of take over and, and rule everything. Um, but he can only do that by regaining his physical body and his powers. So I yeah. think the whole point yeah. is that his threat level is that once he has married this woman and appeased his his overlords, he then will try to take over the world. But that element seems to be kind of just a little bit what me. I like
3: though is his business, his like um undercover business that people know David Lopan for. Wasn't it something like stocks and shares? Yeah, wing It's Kong like Exchange. a trading company or something. Yeah. yeah. His uh, modern version of taking over the world is actually just gonna be in like trading. It's not gonna, gonna be with war <laughs> and violence. He's <laughs> just gonna trade his way to the top. It's he's basically taking a more capitalist approach. <laughs> Dave yeah. Dave Bezos.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I'm sure that if you move the letters of Amazon around, you um, you actually get Dave uh, Dave Lopez or something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty
4: sure he's that's gonna, how it works. He's going to build it's a cock rocket. Yeah, uh, for sure.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that was probably also an attempt to appease a demon lord or something like that.
3: You know. <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> Okay. Well, look. Let's talk about, um, there's also the other side of Dave Lopan. You know, we we spoke about the wheelchair guy, the old guy, you know, this this, mm-hmm. this body that's been imprisoned and he's trying to get out. But there's also this kind of like mystical version of Lopan, isn't there, mm-hmm. where he's a magical sorcerer of types mm. with uh, powers yeah. to take on Egg Shen.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it seems like you know there's some kind of um, story between between Egg Shen and, yeah. and David Lopan. Like it's almost like you know Egg, his destiny, Egg Shen's destiny is to defeat Lopan, yeah. and he's just been waiting, biding his time to find the right moment. I felt like instead yeah. of Biden's time it almost felt like over the ages they'd
3: had yeah. multiple yeah, yeah. battles. It's like a
2: generational
3: yeah. kind of thing.
0: It's like George yeah. you... Bizarre a- Adventure almost like you know the, <laughs> yeah. <at> least, like, <laughs> yeah. in different you, eras. There's always been a low pan, there's always been an Egg shen, you know.
2: Although we go into the story kind of following Jack and you know us being strangers to this world, I think in terms of them as a community, you get the feeling that low pan has been a presence within this place for quite a while and been kind of a thorn in the side of a lot of Yeah, people. he's sort of like
1: the boogeyman of China. Uh, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of the Chinatown community there. Um, yeah. Which I think is
3: interesting. I, I really like his, his style as well, when he turns into like yeah. the mythical Lopan. I think he's a very cool looking dude. He's got this yeah. like, I don't know, I, these days I don't know if it would be considered cultural appropriation or not, but for the film, for the era, it's awesome. This kind of very white faced with lots of makeup and that sort of traditional, maybe oriental look with the big robes. And yeah. This, I think it's I mean, cool it's, as
1: fuck it looks very genuine um you know like even like yeah. if you look at old uh, uh you know paintings and drawings from the ancient uh, ancient orient you know th- it was these magnificent costumes with their you know amazing colors and uh, you know layer upon layer on upon layer mm. of uh, of 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 material so it feels very it feels very genuine and yeah and as i was w- watching the film like every time i i Kind of seem to find new details in the costume that I didn't really notice uh, before. So I think the
3: design of him is great and very, very, very iconic as well. Yeah, I noticed he's got a long, a long nail on his little finger only. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's the one he uses for picking his nose. Yeah, <laughs> sure gold-plated nose picker. You can really go deep uh, with exactly. that. Exactly.
2: You mentioned the makeup then as well, Ian. But are not sure if it's sort of cultural appropriation. But I almost feel like the makeup is used to communicate his his state. So that makeup he wears, you know, the the white pale makeup, he only ever wears in his ghostly form. Um, later, once you know he does actually regain his physical body, that makeup's not there. He's,
0: he's yeah. pretty fleshy. Mm. So oh, it's better than uh, Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon at least. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You speak positively of Black Rain. You speak negatively of Ming the Merciless. Why do we even like each other?
0: Do we even like yeah. each other? You're on a slippery slope here, pal. No, I, was, I mean at least the you know the, the actor yeah. playing, you know, is played by an Asian guy, so Yeah. I really
3: like as well when he um I don't really know what he does to them, you know, he sets the the two women he's kidnapped up as his potential wives and they've they've put them under some kind of spell. And they're both there in these beautiful gowns with these white faces and great headdress and these like completely white eyes. Mm. And I find that image mm. really haunting and creepy. Mm. I love it. They look cool as fuck,
0: man. Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo there as well with the needle of love and... and yeah. uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> the needle it's like, of love. So. Yeah, it's a bit, he's a bit pervy, you know. He's I love a weird weird yeah, like, yeah, He's a bit, know, bit touchy The needle feely. of love. You know, <laughs> yeah.
2: I love that they kind of refer to any, you know, any time when he's kind of in his sorcerer state and there's other people around and they almost refer to it as almost being like a a dreamlike state as well. You know, there's a real kind of atmosphere of magic, which is really cool.
3: Motherfucker can travel through walls and trucks and And people (laughs) and things. Yeah, he can just teleport. (laughs) That's cool. And he's got like magic eye and mouth laser beams that we don't really know what they do, but people say, don't look at it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. They don't they never explain what happens if you look at it.
3: Yeah. I think he steals your soul. Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs>
2: so I think it's quite funny, is when when Jack first sort of encounters Lil Pan in that's that sorcerer uh, form and he he blinds him with the light from his eyes yeah. and mouth and he's running through the alleyway and he's blind. And he's like, don't worry, it's only temp. Wang's like, don't worry, it's only temporary. And he splashes like the puddle water in Jack's face from a back alley. It's like, you're here, have some like dirty, yeah,
0: so trash, in that. <laughs> gross, like
2: oily water. Because if you weren't blind before, you're gonna be now. Like, I, I also <laughs> like
3: Wang saying, don't look at it. Jack's like, I've already looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: How could you not look at it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, who else have we got beyond low pan? We've got, I suppose, the storms. The storms, the three yeah. oh, we have to talk storms. about the storms.
4: Yeah.
2: So th- I, I kept thinking of something all the way through this film. So they call them the three storms, but they're made up of thunder, rain, and wind, which are all elements generally of one storm. And all I kept yeah. thinking was, in Hot Fuzz, oh, it's just the one storm, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: The- these guys are awesome. Like the the sort of kid in me who likes all- like ninjas and Mortal Kombat and stuff like that.
0: Well, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I mean uh, the the Raiden, Raiden, Raiden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's- yeah. He's, uh, was inspired by lightning, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're Chang Tsung, apparently, these... as
2: well. What's that? Chang Tsung is one inspired by one of the inspired by Lopan, I believe. Is that, oh, that. yeah, it's Lopan yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: um, I love these massive brim straw hats. That I don't know, I, can't, I don't even really know what the look is, but it's just cool in it like these big robes these big hats that
0: cover their faces so you can't really see if they're a threat or not yeah i love the introduction when you first see them you 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 don't see their faces and then yeah there's like a close-up shot of them like looking like into (laughs) the peering
3: under it yeah Yeah,
0: yeah, under under (laughs) and also how
3: they arrive as like their sort of their element that thunder arrives in a thunderstorm and rain Mm. arrives in the rain and Mm. um lightning rides down on lightning doesn't he like a Yeah. I don't know, like electricity just bringing him down to earth.
0: Yeah. When I first watched this, and I've talked about this before, but like I didn't know which was which because it's not like super clear. (laughs) You have to pay attention. (laughs) No, no, no it's super fail clear. Fail. It's not rain arriving in rain. Because they don't actually call them like... <laughs> and lightning you know.
3: arriving in lightning.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but obviously I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so I was a bit confused, like, who, who is who, and then, like, you, you don't really see lightning as much as the other two. Like, hmm. the other two are more like the honorary guards, yeah. and then lightning is just like this... Freestyler. Lightning feels,
2: he feels like the intern, but he's got the best powers. I don't yeah. see how that works. Like- <laughs> Dude,
3: we we need to talk about the the visual effects on mm. Lightning when he sort mm. of—you know—he does the old kung fu style, swinging his arms around and stuff. But every time he moves, it's just spitting out streaks yeah. of lightning. It looks so good, like the animation. Mm. I love it so much. Every movement has just got flicks and strikes of lightning coming off him. There were effects were handled by um, Richard Edlund, who from uh, Boss Film Studios,
2: I believe, and they did yeah. a lot of work on things like Poltergeist and Ghostbusters, and you can yeah. totally see their visual style all over it. It's yeah, the animation I, I think
3: just... I read somewhere that he thinks that Big Trouble is his favourite work he ever did. Oh, nice. And it's probably based on this guy. Yeah. And there's some cool creature work in there too. Yeah. I, um, beyond their... Uh, well, no, actually not beyond it. Let's keep talking about their elemental powers. Like lightning has got this amazing lightning rain you never really see no his... what's his power yeah <laughs> what he does him arrive in him yeah yeah, that... <laughs> yeah, I mean,
4: yeah
1: rain and thunder they bother me because they have a lot of swagger and uh you know they got some cool looking swords and stuff but their power i mean sorry but their powers are shit you know i mean thunder <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah, can yeah. he do you know he can make people like cover their ears and rain he can soak his victims what i mean lightning is the true <laughs> you know threat here really thunder's
2: power looks like he's giving him some real gastro problems He's pretty backed up a lot of the time
1: (laughs) yeah well yeah maybe he's just got basically thunder is him just (laughs) farting he has to let out like all like all his built-up gas like all the time
2: (laughs) (laughs) and the main's just like yeah there you go have some water get wet there you
3: go like that's it (laughs) wet t-shirts for everyone Yeah,
0: well, I, I think, like, if they combine their powers, right, the, then, they, you know, like, there's rain, lightning, like, it's yeah. a conductor, whatever, and then, like, that that would be cool, right? But they never but, yeah, actually they do. Never do Yeah, that. rain yeah. and lightning, for sure. But again, like, what's Thunder going to be doing, like,
1: in the meantime? <laughs> yeah. You know, just going to go in there going,
0: boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they say he's, he's, yeah. Just, exactly. sorry, that was just sinking
2: in yeah just in the background giving them like a soundtrack Boom. and then you've yeah. got lightning throwing shapes for all his fucking lightning yeah. yeah.
3: and rain is just thoroughly miserable that he spends his whole life wet and cold
2: you know he's the one who's depressed exactly. he's just like oh yeah. these guys fucking hell. Yeah.
3: <laughs> to be fair to rain though when it comes to like actual kung fu yeah, he is kick ass, man. Yeah, he, he gets is. in a few fights and like, yeah,
0: that dude can fight, flying kicks for days.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. He, he's the he's the best fighter out of the three. Yeah. Well, do, do they all get in
3: fights? They don't really, do they? Lightning just does a lot of sort of VFX work. Yeah. Um.
2: I mean, this is kind of my complaint about them, really. I mean, they look threatening; they fucking look the part, but we don't really see them do an awful lot. Like, even no, the, I the agree. first kind of. Um, your intro to them you know they're kind of the intro into the whole supernatural element of the film when they turn up it looks rad you know it looks fucking cool but you don't really see them doing an awful lot they stab a couple of guys and then Emma yeah Sitches they, they actually there's a lot of more like, yeah,
3: yeah and they feel more like henchmen than they do actual like violent threats yeah. you know they just sort of do low pans work for him and help him get the girl like they're good at kidnap they're good at threats they're good at like you yeah. know taking hostages and things but Fighters, you don't really get a lot of it, which is a shame.
2: No. They got those weird weapons as well. Thunder's got that weird like it looks like pasta twirlers on his hands or
1: something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like why does he need those spinning forks? He's lightning. Why does yeah, he need right. spinning yeah. forks? Your own seriously. Weapon, like, I, mean, I don't get it. That's like Spider-Man <laughs> so having weird. a spider
3: car or something, isn't it? Also, I couldn't help but notice he was wearing um like a metal vest. And I thought there's a real mm. health and safety risk mm. there. Like he must be incredibly <laughs> conductive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not yeah, I don't know. I mean <laughs> they're they they're they serve a purpose in the, in the film, you know, they're there to uh appear, uh, you know, at any given moment and and like fuck shit up and then, mm. you know, they disappear and then they come back and like there's fights, you know, there's there's some good fights um with with them, but they, they never really there's no backstory or anything like you nah. don't really know their uh, motives. I'm...
2: I kind of like that, though, because, you know, yeah. the, whole,
0: the whole villain side of it is rooted in this kind of mysticism and mythology. I
2: don't think they need a backstory. they you know, they're, they're yeah. very visual. You get what you need to know about these guys from their appearance. And I think sure. you get
3: a little bit of backstory, but only in as much as um, when they're not being the ninjas, mm. you see that they're sort of suit wearing businessmen. So I think they're quite high ranking businessmen within Lopan's organization. Um, yeah. organization. Uh, and they've probably, yeah. probably
0: been with him over generations as well but, yeah yeah but are they also like you know demons or ghosts or like something like that i think so yeah guess, they've got uh, elemental
3: yeah. powers man mm.
0: yeah. yeah yeah you know they didn't learn that that's an interesting <laughs> point though yeah who are these guys i mean you know
2: lopan was was cursed to you know have this curse of no skin and live forever but you know were these guys cursed with him did he curse them to eternal life yeah. to serve him like that's kind of an interesting is it a curse though point. yo yo yeah. ninja
3: guys do you want eternal life uh yeah You'll <laughs> awesome fucking weather powers
2: too yes. it's a feature yes. not, not a curse can I have lightning <laughs> the guy oh, at the man. end who's getting wind he's like yeah. oh, oh, I knew man.
3: I should have made a shout first yeah. <laughs> alright look if but, you yeah. had to be one of these elemental type ninjas what power would you choose
0: All oh, right. yeah <laughs> put me on the spot there <laughs> mm. yeah
2: I'd go with ocean like sea power you know I'm a pirate nice. so yeah it's got to be ocean power
0: wet yeah, so you could
3: be wet yeah, but the
2: force of tides, man. I can knock shit over. You know, oh, okay. it'd be awesome.
3: I get it. Yeah, like, like tsunamis and things. Yeah, <laughs>
2: just, wash shit yeah, that's,
3: yeah. That's just wash it away. Yeah, just it wash away. Just leave like squid and octopus and pollution all over everything. <laughs> yeah, the, those old things that used to tie beer cans together. Just
0: leave them everywhere. That was a little rings, yeah, the ring. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyone knows. <laughs> I would go with I would improve on Rain's uh, feature and uh, and go with and freeze it and go with hail. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. See now, see, now it's starting to actually become dangerous. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: You
3: know, <laughs> how um, would you use your hail? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> from, from your hands or from the sky, rain down yeah. icy torment. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, no, like, you
0: should have been You've got this yeah, in just, the bag You know, tag up with with rain and and like like t- tell him, hey, rain, make it rain, and then I just go. Like, <laughs>
4: Okay.
2: Freeze. Hey, Hey,
0: Rain. <laughs> rain. Hey, Rain. Oh,
4: rain. Worst super team ever. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: And as we
3: know, he's already miserable. Uh, He'd be like, oh, you're only using me for my rain. You don't really <laughs> like me. <exactly. laughs> you don't really like me. <laughs> Why do I yeah. use it all though? <laughs> okay, so we've got... Right. Hail and tidal, or wet. Call it what you want. (laughs) Wet. Wet work. Wet work. What have you got, Jesper? Uh,
1: I've been thinking about this probably a little bit too much, but I think I would go with uh, blizzard. Um, So it's sort (sighs) of, yeah, it's wind, but, you know, you're combining it with cold and, you know, frost and snow and everything like that, and you can really do some damage uh, with that. Chilly chili mm. yeah exactly
2: so you're like you're you're a, you're a kind of a leveled up version of bjorn Like okay, if you're
1: yeah, a pokemon exactly. you're yeah. evolved like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly i think i'd go oh, with um bubbles
4: because I, I could yeah
3: Ray, i could like thunder fire bubbles. bubbles from my hands and it would like oh get in the way they wouldn't be able to see through them. and then they get soap in their eyes and over their hands and i think and you're also great at kids parties yeah, yeah, yeah. people would love exactly. it you know? <laughs> The end elemental force of bubbles.
1: <laughs>
2: and if we were to combine all these powers together, like man,
3: mm. a blizzard bubble, a bubble
2: yeah.
1: blizzard,
4: <laughs>
0: a wet bubble blizzard with hail. <laughs> uh, any, uh, any, other, uh, any other? Yeah. Any other villains <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's there's a King Kong. Right, yeah. and there's And the yeah. singtings. <laughs> that and the, <laughs> That's not and what are cool. And the Lords Lords of Darkness or what's the it? Lords of Death. Man, Lords those guys Death. are stylish as fuck. Those are oh, some cool are, yeah.
3: costumes. Yeah. So they're like a little street gang at the start, aren't they? They're yeah. the first the first like street thugs we meet in this, yeah, in this adventure. Are.
1: Yeah. yeah they look like something out of i don't know akira or the matrix or something like that that guy with <laughs> yeah, those white yeah, glasses yeah, with yeah, the yeah, little yeah, yeah. slits it's like how can you even see anything in there It's
3: amazing. <laughs> i was listening to this last night and and they suggest that um they're they're literally street thugs they just like steal cars for joyriding and they kidnap people kidnap women who they can then sell to the right the prostitution yeah, yeah. industry so they're
0: yeah, yeah. They're just little little because pricks the fir- basically the first time i watched this movie i was really confused because you know there's when they're at the airport, right, there's actually two girls. There's there's uh Miao Yin and there's um Tina, Tara. isn't it? Tara, Tara, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and they kidnap Tara, right? Um who is I, I think she's like a traffic girl or something like for that whole prostitution ring they have or something and Mm. and um and grace law is actually like uh you know she's she's working to kind of like help these women right so that's why civil rights lawyer or something like that yeah something like that so there's there's a lot of things going on in this film that you don't unless you pay attention you don't really understand yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: because it's also them who steal um uh there's a big street fight and jack and wang chi have to get out of the truck and do a runner and it's actually the uh, sorry what were the gang called the lords Lord, Lord Lord, Lord of, of death, death. lords of death, Lord of, Lord of death. What a cool name! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's those guys who end up stealing his truck for a joyride, and that's yeah. why it
0: disappears where he doesn't know where his truck is. Yeah, yeah. So those guys, I mean, so those those guys are just like punks, right? Uh, yeah. And then you have the Wing Kong who are like they work for Lopan, right? They're they're like the yeah, they're the, the foot ones soldiers? with the red. Yeah. Yeah, the red. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. there's also the ones with the sort of yellowy gold as well, aren't they? Yeah. That yeah, the that's
3: Chang Chang the Sing things. things or yeah, Chang Sing Sing things. Things. <laughs> <laughs yeah, yeah, they're all pretty cool. They're like, mm. like I don't know, shit. I don't really know what you'd call them. They're like sort of large-scale street gangs, aren't they? But they've got like mm. almost Mexican, old Western, Mexican-style bandit stuff. It's this merge of like you know, kung fu and Western. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've got pistols yeah. and gun belts, but they can also do flying kicks and headbutts.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I will talk about Very this cool. in, the, in the action scenes, but yeah, like there's <laughs> it's definitely. Yeah. Um, some some genre mashing going on yeah. in this film. Genre yeah. bending, bending. Yeah, <laughs> Who else? I'm just got on got a the subject. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, what yeah. I was just
2: gonna say. On the subject of nemesis, you know, we don't see them very much, but there are some really cool monsters in there too. Yeah, you You've got the. There's the th-
0: three. Yeah. There's the the bigfoot. One, there's the, yep. the fish one yep. that you see from <laughs> yeah, that thing. one that scene it just panel. appears and it like, kills one of the posse and then uh Lopan yeah. throws a magic grenade at it and, and like you No, will... it's Egg Shen, it's Yeah, Egg Shen The magic hand grenade. <laughs> the magic hand grenade and and uh yeah, and then there's the uh the drone uh,
4: That we had discussed the CCTV, uh, <laughs> well, there's <laughs> that, There's that also the
2: large guards.
3: <laughs> there's the royal guards as right, well. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah they're They're all cool cool monsters cool creatures I don't know if you guys noticed but the the
1: the demon the gorilla thing the orange gorilla thing uh, if you notice that it's wearing clothes like really rag close mm-hmm. so it kind of got me thinking like you know is this something that lopan cursed like it used to be a human that displeased him and then lopan cursed yeah. it and yeah it's been so ho- roaming the halls like ever since the backstory
2: yeah. is it's based on something called the, the chinese wild man it's kind of some folklore huh. in, in chinese mythology but it's almost like their version of bigfoot i think they call oh, it the interesting. but yeah i think the idea was that it's supposed to have this visual history where it's wearing clothing as if it was a man but yeah
3: has just become
2: Whoa. kind of
4: wild
3: so- you guys might have picked up mm. on this. I didn't quite work it out, but there's a bit where they're walking the underground tunnels. And Eggshen is explaining to Jack Burton that the world used to be different mm. and like something happened and it kind of turned inside out due to earthquakes or something. But it's almost as if all the demons in Lo Pan's world were actually the creatures that lived on this earth. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, somehow yeah. it broke and humans have taken over there on the top. Mm. now. But I think they're all just sort of... You know they're not necessarily unique it's just ancient creatures and beings that used to live here yeah Yeah. exactly there's there's definitely some mythology
0: going on i think like taoist you know like the magic stuff as well it's it's from Mm -hmm. it's actually mythology stuff but like unless you know this 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 mythology you you don't really understand like what's the significance of all these creatures and I think yeah. Egg
2: Shen kind of sums up about Chinese kind of culture. You know, he says, you know, they've, they've got all this, these different elements of mythology and, yeah. you know, Taoist magic going on. You know, we take what we want, kind of like a yeah. salad bar, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like that <laughs> with the film as well. It takes all these elements and just yeah. uses what it wants.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I it's definitely. I think the sort of Bigfoot yeti type guy, what I think is funny as well is, Um, You know, it's this big furry costume with these big rubber feet. And the film doesn't really try to hide that they're just these big rubber feet (laughs) on an actor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like
2: he's wearing slippers, dinosaur slippers or something.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I think there's almost like a... You know, a realization that we're never really going to make this thing look real, so just fucking embrace it. Yeah, just yeah, go exactly. with it. Yeah. Just go with yeah, it. Just yeah. have fun with it.
2: <laughs> I love when it, when it first puts Gracie down and it turns around. It's just got this wild face, like <laughs> yeah. She just yeah, screams, and it looks it looks really goofy, but it never looks out of place. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's all like, yeah, of course they've got a orange Yeti uh, there. Yeah, you know. of, why not? <laughs> of, of course they've got this wormy thing that comes out of a hole and grabs
3: someone. Yeah, of course, you know, why not? <laughs> mm. I feel like the only thing this film's missing is a
0: dragon it needed a dragon yeah. just to finish yeah yeah, the yeah. Dragon. yeah yeah i would yeah I would, like, I would have liked to see a bit more monsters and like like them going a bit more heavy on that side as well like um, yeah like it was nice what we get, get to see but like it would have been nice mm-hmm. to to get more of it you know like yeah on that i yeah. think
3: a strange scene is the passing glance at like the water creature is the mm. water's bubbling and this thing mm. just pokes out of a tunnel for a second steals a guy and it's gone yeah. and I just think wow that, that seems like a lot of effort for like a second yeah. appearance yeah. in a film <laughs> yeah. but it's
2: also very surprising it's very like a jump scare moment as well it's,
0: mm. yeah yeah, yeah. alright <laughs> okay. should Let's summarise right, so, the nemesis yeah let's do that
2: let's
1: do it alright Jesper
2: uh, we'll go with you first
1: me first. Okay, so, um, I mean, the main nemesis here is Dave, um, or <laughs> Lopan. Uh, God, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, what can I say? Uh, you know, he's a thousand-year-old wizard hiding in the withered skin of an old man, and his henchmen are element. I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's really cool. think uh, I've mentioned this before uh, and uh, and and I will say it again I think the design the visual design on Lopan in his demon form I think mm-hmm. is great like it's bright colours it's an amazing outfit and you know he's ancient and cursed and awkward and looking for love but he just really he's <laughs> just really going about it in the way in the way wrong way um, um, I do feel some sympathy towards him I mean he's been clearly trying to appease what I thought which is one demon master it's actually two for centuries and he just keeps on failing uh, really um, and I also mm-hmm. feel his death we didn't really talk about that but i'm sure we'll get to it um you know it's great for for comedic effect it's uh because it's so unexpected but it's also a bit too easy and it kind of feels mm. unfitting for uh, you know him being a demon a uh, demon warlord um so i think i'll end up giving him a 3.5 actually Fair. Man, i
2: love i love your description of him ancient kirsten looking for love i'm gonna that's, that would be amazing <laughs> on your social media profiles <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> so good
0: all right uh Bjorn. yeah sure Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on with, with the Um. (laughs) The nemesis. nemesis, nemesis. um, yeah, I don't know what, I mean, there's, you know, like for me, like a perfect nemesis is someone like you, that you actually hate and like you, you know, you want, you know, you, 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 and you can see like they're evil and like they're, they're, they have this aura about them. And I, I don't really feel that in this movie, like there's, you know, they're there, but like. And they serve a purpose, but they're not really that like iconic nemesis for me. Um, and yeah, like like Lo Pan, for example, he's not. You don't really feel like he's this like super evil guy. He's a little bit evil, and like you know, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> obviously, but evil. but he's not. Yeah, he's not that kind of um, you know like a, I don't know like a, you know Joker or someone like that, right? So, so yeah. So for my score is is a, it's a three. Like it's 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 good but it's you know
2: it's better than the one it, you gave tremors yeah <laughs> it's
0: better than tremors but yeah three for me dave or a worm oh dave every time <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i'm not scared of the massive 80 foot worm but dave yeah. in his wheelchair is fucking frightening
0: yeah. well you know like and yeah had, there's there's more shit going on like not just worms like this <laughs> what the if they had worms the storms yeah he had yeah yeah anyway three
3: <laughs> 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 Got it, Leon. um for me i think um i think i really like how stylish and creative and i love the aesthetics of everything happening in this film you know there's lots of creativity in the monsters i've already said that i love the ninjas i think Lopan is very cool in his two different states but um in regards to their villainy and their threats, I find it a little bit small scale. You know, it's mm. a guy who's just looking for women. I don't think they're really a threat to anyone beyond this tiny little environment. Mm. And a lot of the creatures in it aren't necessarily that good at fighting. So, yeah, it, all style and not so much substance. Mm. But I love the style. So for mm. that reason, I'll give it a 3.5. 3.5.
2: Yeah, my thoughts probably echo yours really Um, and my summary was that, you know, the three storms look rad and again, uh, show another iconic look for this film uh, that was kind of embedded in popular culture really, you know, as Bjorn said, they went on to inspire some video game characters that are really well known nowadays. Um, Lopan, both in his guise as old man Dave and as the 10 foot tall roadblock, both really creepy and mysterious with John Carpenter fully flexing his horror muscles to create a really visually interesting villain that's equal parts beautiful and scary. in fact, I think the fact that they chose to base that villain in a legitimate Chinese mythology as well also shows the love the creators have for this culture and trying to translate it to the screen. Um, but although the enemy certainly look the part, we rarely see them really fight or kill people, uh, which makes them a little less threatening. Leon, as you say, you know, it doesn't feel like there's any major threat other than kind of this contained area, really. As we establish, everything feels a bit fluffy beyond that. Um, And they also, we didn't really talk about it, but the three slums themselves seem to kind of, well, and even Lopan really get kind of killed off relatively easily, mm-hmm.
1: mm. with mean, not one really much fanfare himself. Himself, like,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's t- toddler tantrum, is not he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, they certainly look the part and have the promise of real threat. But it's and it's all wrapped up in an air of mythological and supernatural mystery. So for me, that's a
0: that's a four. Four. Fair. Show me the action. All right, sweet. <laughs> All right, I- so we're back, and the next category is action or action set pieces, yeah. and there's a lot of that going on in this film. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess we'll start with the the first action scene, which is the all-out brawl in in Chinatown uh, between the Wing Kong and the Sing what was it Sing <laughs> <Sing-sun>. Sun. <Sing-sun. laughs> <laughs> sing- I forgot the name I don't, don't actually
3: know team. what the their Reds, real name is. It's the Chang it
1: It's the yeah. Chang the Sing, they're the good guys, they're the guys with the yeah. yellow turban. And then it's the Wing Kong with the bad guys with right. The, right. the red turban. Right. Yeah. The yeah. trouble is, like, the soon as the and I keep on referring things. back
3: to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the moment he said Sing Ting, is that just kind of stuck? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was like, I'm never going to figure Yeah.
0: But this is like, the first time you watch this scene, it's like, it's so much going on, and you don't really know who are the bad guys, who are the good guys. Uh, it's just like kind of chaos, and like it starts with a, a, a gunfight, and then it turns into a, a kung fu fight. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that then about they, this film. Like, it yeah. kind of really subverts expectations in that front. Like, do you does, see yeah. these guys; they're all dressed up in you know the, this kind of martial arts attire, and you think these guys are gonna go at it. You know, it's gonna be like a, well, as he says, it's a Chinese showdown. You know, but mm. when they actually fight, it's all guns, guns and knives. Yeah. It's very Western, and then the, the fight happens in almost three stages. You have this very Western part, and then it jumps into this very then it does take on that, that expected kind of martial arts aspect and it does feel um what you would expect uh, and then we have the arrival of the three storms and it jumps yeah. into supernatural element but yeah. it's like
0: if they had guns like is it like they, used, they had guns but they don't have enough ammo so they just shoot their load blow their load and then <laughs> after that, it's just like okay no more guns yeah, they're like, also really bad at hitting stuff yeah. i mean uh,
1: i've i think i've mentioned this before but during the initial kind of shootout the Truck. The pork chop express is parked right in the middle of the alley. It's a big, massive truck, and yeah. not a scratch on it. Not a single bullet or anything <laughs> like that. It was like, like either these guys are you know really good at aiming or they just can't shoot for shit. You know. Well, uh, we know so that Jack has you know
2: this kind of lifestyle where he gets into trouble. He's probably bulletproofed and give it a yeah layer ah, of veneer or some
1: see, shit. Now it makes they? a lot more sense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. his pride
2: and joy, man. He's got to look after it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I actually heard that they shot this scene twice because the first time they shot it they brought the gangs out and then there was the the gunfight and a stray bullet did hit jack's truck and he got out and he killed everybody so they had to recruit all new actors. Because Jack <laughs>
0: um, Nobody messes with the black <laughs> on My yeah. God. Uh, it, it would have been a different track. movie. There would be a, a revenge movie after that. Like yeah, Jack, exactly. you know, <laughs> Jack like setting you out. hurt to, my like, truck. Now I hurt you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, this scene
2: kind of serves though as the whole transition moment for Jack, doesn't it really? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we've opened with um, Wang's girl getting kidnapped from the airport and they, they chase them. And it's, it's kind of, you know, He's, he wants to help his friend and you know, there's the, obviously the, he's, they're kind of dealing with this situation, but this moment where the fight kicks off and then the supernatural element comes in, that's where Jack suddenly realises he's entered a world he knows nothing about and yeah, shit's going to go down.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah something I, mean, I really like about in the build-up of this scene. We've talked about it uh, before, but I really think it's quite well handled because right up until uh, this point, the movie's been playing out like an, like a pretty... Ordinary kind of, you know, it's setting up mm. towards some sort of, uh, you know, uh, action quest movie like, you know, um, girl gets kidnapped, um, they go after the girl, and you kind of expect, yeah, there will be some guns and some fights and everything like that. But there is this wonderful moment as they're chasing the Lords of Death and Jack um turns the truck and they go in through this narrow alleyway and the mood of the movie there just changes like it's all you know it's all slowing down there's this eerie sense of foreboding the mist is covering like everything i mean it very much feels like you know this is where he's crushing this threshold from the from the little china he he, you know he can sort of see and hear and smell and touch into Mm. the otherworldly uh part of it and then the action kicks off and Mm. it's quite a it's quite a, what's the, moment, uh, the word, a pivotal moment within the movie because, like you say, there's so much stuff that's going on and it keeps on building and building. And it's yeah. one of those places in um, in a movie where, as an audience, you either embrace it and love it or you just go, I don't know what's going on and mm. you're lost, right? Um, and
2: I think that's yeah. almost one of the downsides of the film is that it throws so much at you, so much, that, you, like yeah, like you say, you've either so on board it you or so you're much. not. <laughs> 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 there's there's so just much. so much... So much. There's so much happening, and it's you. It's hard to keep up with, and yeah, you either embrace it or you don't. And I think that's yeah. one of the flaws for the whole film. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah for sure, for sure. What, yeah, what for, I like about yeah. this scene with um, where he arrives in Chinatown as well, based on what Jesper was saying, I like that prior to this Chinatown gang fight, um, a lot of it feels like real world, like you're in a real airport and you're in the real streets of San Francisco. Yeah. And then when he comes down this lane you were talking about, he arrives and it looks like a set now. Mm. And the film almost goes into this fantasy, and it becomes almost a bit of a stage show. And then to the this- point where, when they're whacking heads on the walls, you can actually see the walls shaking. <laughs> well, <all yeah>. <laughs> <versions>. <laughs> but I love, like, yes, we were saying that the truck is there, and these gangs, like, the mist spills into mm. the street, and these gangs start sort yeah. of spilling around the side of the truck. And you get That's this cool. moment, this, this sort of standoff moment where the, the front kung fu guy, you are convinced, like you said, Dan, that it's about to become a kung fu fight but instead it does this like uh old western style shot yeah. where you see his hands his fingers twitching over the revolvers and he's got yeah. an ammo belt and you're like that's not right you know yeah. you expect kung mm. fu Feels and yeah it Mexican. just becomes like revolvers and AK47s and <laughs> even yeah. the music yeah.
1: at this point like you know just just before the shootout it's kind of like western themed you know there's like this you know sort of you know sort of underlying kind of theme to it so yeah it's really it's really really playing with
0: it Yeah, it's a bit Western, it's a bit like gangster, you know, like 1930s, like Tommy Gun, you know. I think there actually is a Tommy Gun in there uh, as well that someone is is firing. And and there's a bit of Gangs of New York in there. I mean, obviously this came out before, but with the meat cleavers and all that, yeah.
3: Well, there is this cool moment as well where like it is a gunfight and you're like, okay, I didn't expect that. And then they all stop shooting and then it becomes full on fucking kung fu and martial arts and they're all doing flying kicks and it's pretty violent. You get a few broken bones. You get a guy's head like put through a flank of wood loads <laughs> of flying knees to the faces yeah. yeah a long again, kung fu fight carpenter yeah. flexing his horror chops again but it never yeah.
2: like never goes overboard with it it almost stays rooted within the the comedy or cartoony aspect of the film yeah you're getting guys arms like bent the wrong way yeah yeah there's
0: yeah. no there's no gore or, or blood or even you know that kind of stuff like it's, it's definitely a pg-13 yeah. there's a lot know, of action implied <laughs> gore implied yeah, in there, like yeah. Like there is this
1: guy who gets his face squashed up against a wall, and you know the faces, the the head's really getting squashed in there. There's a lovely kind of squelching sound, but you never see anything more than that. So, but it still provokes a reaction. You kind of go, "Ugh," you know. Yeah, I
3: I really like that they've pulled off like three stages to this fight as well. hmm. You get the gunfight which is really good on its own. Then there's a switch and you get the Kung Fu fight that's really fucking good. And then you get the third switch and the storms arrive from the sky yeah. and it just changes the whole dynamic again. And I think in the space of like, I don't know what it is, maybe six, seven minutes, you get three very distinct different battles and they're all, they're all solid.
4: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah. I think that almost sets the template for the way the action unfolds throughout the film as well because once you have the assault on the Wing Kong exchange the first part of that is very much kind of espionage and gunfights and then yeah. that quickly devolves into more of a more fist fights and more kung fu and then we have the final fight at the end which is all based around
3: sorcery and magic.
4: Mm. Yeah. Because
3: yeah, there's true, a few yeah. good fights as well. There's a, a little there's a fight a bit later with um the are sort of the espionage one where they're breaking in, and they're on mm. a bridge. And there's the women with the the big wooden staff, and there's um, Wang yeah, Chi like, yeah, doing yeah, kung yeah. fu. And again, it's a solid fight, man. There's loads going on.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah. I like that fight as well with the women. Like they have some sort of like yeah. for some reason like smoke is coming out of. Yeah, their it's cool in it like spears. a toxic gas. A toxic they they kicked yeah, the
3: exactly. shit out it's of like, Wang and Eddie. Like. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then that. Like I'm going to spill through a few scenes, but the, yeah. the pace, but like we were saying, yeah. the dynamic and the flow, that it's a kung fu fight on a bridge, and then that spills into a gunfight down in the prison, and then that spills into an escape through the tunnels, and then that spills into yeah. and it. And it, it's like a, a fucking snowball of yeah. action and scenes, just building momentum as you go. Yeah. It's really kind well of like,
1: uh, and again, I've mentioned this before, but it is very much like... When an overexcited, like seven year old, is trying to retell a story, yeah, uh, and they just and this happened, and this happened, and then they went there, and then this happened, oh, 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 and this happened, and yeah, yeah you're either embracing that or, um,
3: or you're just going, I don't know what you're talking about, go and play, you know. And also, following that same theme, I think it also plays along the rules. Not only is it like, oh, and this happened, and this happened, but each fight has that same kind of embellishment that a child would add, where yeah. you'd kind of over exaggerate it a little bit, and like, yeah. oh, and, yeah. oh, and they had smoke and it turned everyone mm. into monsters and it's yeah like, and
2: then jack tried to get his knife out and he accidentally threw it away yeah <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> it is
3: very fun yes. just yeah. childlike fun like embrace how childlike and fun it is
2: yeah. yeah i feel like if i showed this film to my son he would love these moments yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Sure, man. definitely yeah,
0: yeah.
3: for kids and here we are as adults and i think we all love this kind of silliness to it as well
0: it's exciting <laughs> yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah. It is. it's, it's, exactly exactly <laughs> but if we talk about like jack as like his action chops are not really there like he's not uh, the kind of guy who knows really how to fight like he he's like he's a typical like brawler he can he can he can punch people on the, in the jaw but if that doesn't work you know he doesn't really he's know what to do he's yeah. kind
2: of useless in most of the fights to be fair yeah. isn't he i
0: mean what he you know, he is yeah
2: he accidentally throws his knife away he can't fire the gun <laughs> he's given and then by the end of the film, he renders himself completely void in that <laughs> entire
3: fight. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, look, let's let's move on to that then. We've got yeah. this this message, this sort of showdown towards the the end of the film as well, right? Where we enter the Dave who, Down. What is it? Yeah, the Dave. <laughs> the down. <laughs> Dave Down. What is it that we're in? Like Dave's sort of underground room is it? Uh, I keep
1: on referring to it like a shopping mall, like it kind of yeah, looks yeah, like a okay. giant shopping neon. mall arcade, all covered in neon. You know, Mashed but with this, an
2: ancient temple. It's, it's just an like this edit. weird. <laughs>
1: I was going to say roller coaster. That's not the word. An escalator that comes out. Yeah, of the an skull. Escalator. <laughs> like, yeah like a neon lit skull with an escalator. that. Comes and they're not even trying to hide that it is an actual escalator. <laughs> yeah. this and there's a like, skull
2: at the top. And if you go through there, there's the food court. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Like I imagine when it's not being the throne room. Yeah. There's a Pret down there. And there's a <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks yeah. there. Yeah. You
2: know? yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like an
3: Itzy, surely. an uh, Itzy, yes, of course, of course it would be. <laughs> yeah, walk to walk.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, so a bit the action, the action. In the the, action. Scene. the, action, the action. I think this is where we actually get to see the Storms have a fight. It's where we get to see, well, everyone fight, really. Mm. The Wang Chi mm. and Egg Shen's little crew and uh, Dave, he gets some action. Anyone, mm. Any particular bit you want to lead with here? Uh, I think, think it's this? interesting.
1: I mean, you mentioned the Storm, but actually the only yeah. one that's actually... <laughs> getting some action in that scene is (laughs) rain right because Thunder is uh, he's followed Lopan try to get the girls away and Lightning is nowhere to be seen is he well he he? gets blasted away
3: oh right Lightning rides Lightning up to follow Lopan Uh and the other one gets blasted out of the way by Egg Shen's magic he Uh gets blown Uh onto a balcony or something (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: Again, there's a lot going on. You, know. you need to pay attention time. when you watch this So the, the lead
3: up yeah. to this this yeah. fight, I suppose that's a good place to start where um, Egg Shen has got his little clan and Jack is one of them and he's going to feed them all the, this magic potion. <laughs>
4: uh,
3: and, um, you know, what is that? Magic potion? Yeah, I thought so. But they drink mm. it and they all get on the uh, elevator and they're all kind of like... Tripping. I don't know like high yeah. tripping yeah. like they've all taken <laughs> yeah. drugs to, before they go into war I think that's cool it's yeah. such a weird shift in tempo like
1: you know they're getting ready for the big fight and they're all getting like wah and everything and then you get into the elevator I'm pretty sure there's even some elevator music <laughs> like going on in the background and everything just slows to a crawl and they're going yeah, yeah feel good it's it's smiling feeling kind of other.
3: invincible <laughs> It's kind of their montage, I guess, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Getting hot in here. And, <laughs>
3: yeah. and I love that it, behind behind Jack and um, Egg Shen, they've all got like, like these big high grins on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
4: It's such well, it, a... Yeah.
0: Yeah, but but like what's course, the re- what's the reason for taking the drug? Is is just to like yeah, yeah like why? <laughs> to heighten their senses. <laughs> to heighten yeah, their yeah, senses. Yeah, They yeah. like can see things no one war. else can
2: see. Do things no one else can do. You know, they have got to fight <laughs> <their> supernatural <laughs> people. They've got to heighten their senses and get ready. Well, but yeah. I do going yeah. into this fight. Like you know, they get off the elevator. You know, Lopan and everyone sees them. Uh, and you know everyone's like yeah ready for the fight and Jack's like yeah and he fires his gun <laughs> in the air and instantly all these rocks just fall on his head and knock him out and that's it he's done yeah, for like mm. the first half of the fight <laughs> like, Yeah,
4: yeah <laughs> and then yeah. he gets
3: a second win doesn't he where he takes <laughs> on one of those like big royal guards and he He's, he's, he looks like he's going to yeah. be crushed, so he flicks his knife out of his boot and he stabs this guard in the stomach and yeah. the guard falls on top of him, but the guard's like nine foot tall and made of metal yeah. and just <laughs> is too much weight for uh, Jack <laughs> to handle and he just spends the <laughs> first half again. of the film battered by rocks and the, uh, the yeah. first half of the battle battered by rocks and the second half of the battle uh, stuck under like a paperweight. <laughs> he's completely useless. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah he's yeah. completely useless.
1: And it's so funny how they keep cutting to the fight that's going on, and Wang Chi is battling Rain, and they're having a proper sword fight. And then you cut back to Jack, who's like trying to get this guy <laughs> yeah. off, and he's trying to go at all kinds of things.
4: Yeah. There's a bit I where will...
3: he realises it's futile, isn't there? And he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <someone>, uh, <himself.
4: laughs> lets himself drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
1: But he, but I mean, he does manage to actually get one kill in. So I, so I think you know, kudos to Jack. But I'm not sure if it was planned. <laughs> you know, yeah. Planned that
3: way. <laughs> There's two other parts to this battle as well, aren't there? There's there's Jack's sort of incompetence. Then we've got the the sort of the kung fu fight in the martial arts happening between the two gangs and Wang Chi and Rain. Mm. Or we've got the the magic sorcery battle that's about to happen between
0: Egg Shen <laughs> mm. and Dave.
3: Um, what, what should we chat about first, the the kung fu or the
0: magic? I mean, I like, uh, yeah, the kung fu, I, I wouldn't even... It's more like, uh, what's it called, like... Um, Table, no, table but the, the crouching tiger, the hidden dragon kind of f- fight style, wushu, I think it's called. Yeah, Where yeah. they kind of fly yeah. around and 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 like it's almost like a dance, you know. It's yeah, very, very, very athletic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, elegant. Yeah, which is I think it was, it's a nice touch because that you know like if you look at if you if you watch um, you know uh, Chinese films like the, the wushu is, is is you know it's a, it's a big genre. Yeah. And, uh, a know, quick recommendation on that: there's an old Jet Li film. And it's got two
3: different names. I think it's called either Twin Warrior in Europe mm. or like Tai Chi Master, I think, mm. in other areas. Yeah. And that's all Wushu, and it's fucking sick. Really, yeah. really quick. That's that's one worth yeah, checking yeah. out.
1: I think it's actually nice that they've kind of, you know, sort of heightened, focused on that style because it could have easily become a very kind of brawly type, you know, smashing through windows type thing. But here it, they're really embracing sort of the elegance of it, which I think is a very, very... Is, it's yeah. a very, very nice touch.
3: Also, it turns um, Rain and Wang Chi into, like, cool badasses, man. They're yeah. doing flips and flying kicks, and they're chasing each other. Mm. Like, yeah. Wang Chi does that sort of 360 run up the wall across the roof and back down oh, the yeah, other yeah. side. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he's and then doing that thing. Well Yeah, the eyebrows. And then <laughs> yeah. he's doing all these mad backflips and acrobatics while Rain is kind of coming at him with, like, kung fu kicks and moves. It's sick. And then they, and then they go into wushu.
0: This could have been, like... If Jack wasn't in this movie, it would have been Wang, you know, like this would have been his fight, his moment, right? Like this is where he gets to shine and yeah. and and fight. I
4: mean, it uh, kind
1: of still is. I mean, Jack's yeah. knocked
0: himself out. And yeah, know, exactly. I mean, you know, Wang seems to be
1: the one that's going through the hero's uh, hero's journey here, right? Like yeah. he's going through all of the stages and, co- and kind of comes out a better and stronger person for it. Plus he yeah. gets the girl. Yeah. Spoiler.
3: And True. he's got sick moves.
1: Yeah. He really like he's does.
3: Properly good. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely
2: showboats it though, doesn't he? I mean, at that kind of final moment of his fight with Rain, where Rain is flying through the air towards him, he turns around and throws the sword over his head almost back. Yeah. He doesn't have to look and it kills Rain. Like he he could have just thrown it. Like you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> also, just to
3: really be f- not go on. If I was gonna say if you had those skills, wouldn't you? Mm. I'd be showboating yeah, all the time, man. Instead yeah. of walking to the shop, I'd be backflip into the shop, flying, <laughs> kick be, the cashier. I'd
2: be going to the shop on my tidal wave of power <laughs> to Sainsbury's,
3: get my shopping. Bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Bubbles everywhere.
1: <laughs> um, I think the battle between X Men and Lopan, It kind of feels like this is what the movie's been building up to, and I like the fact that they do it. It's all like this video game style, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which is again is totally un, um, unexpected. You kind of, I mean. I would have kind of uh, expected this to be, you know, a lot of, you know, lightning and all kinds of things just flying back and forwards between them. But instead they conjure up these, you know, what are they, samurai warriors I in love like, it. this mist. Yeah. And yeah, it's such a nice touch. And Lopan, you know, he kind of does that, you know, thumb, you know, twitching thing as as if he's playing an actual uh, an actual uh, video game controller i think it's such a nice touch it's i so love it fun. that
3: you've got like this bright green and this bright pink sort of sorcery magic and it clashes in the middle like they're both throwing it out of their hands and in the middle it clashes and you can kind of i feel like you're looking into the past and yeah. like it's almost yeah. these ancient warriors from generations ago and you can you tell ah. that the, you realize that these two guys are so much more than what you see yeah. they're just these yeah. that's actually huge, a nice powerful touch. Like, mythical creatures
1: yeah mm. you're right it's kind of like you would almost expect that this is what their first battle was actually like the yeah. one they never got to the finish. So they sort of yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really nice touch, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is. yeah. So and then there's The death. Yeah, the death, yeah. Uh, I mean So <laughs> 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 I kind of
2: feel like this is the moment like, like like we've already established, you know, Jack Burton is pretty useless in a lot of the fights. And I feel like they got to this point in the film where like, shit, he hasn't actually done anything useful. Yeah. So he gets yeah. to be the one who kills Lil Pan.
1: Well, but, it's it's amazing, it's, but <laughs> is it planned or is it just? I mean, what is no, it? No, because he fucking misses, doesn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he ends up in a he
3: ends up in like a throne room with Lopan. and um, he realizes this, this is his moment to save the day, save the woman, to kill low Pan, to to achieve everything they've tried to achieve. So he grabs his knife, he throws it as hard as he can at Lopan, misses by a country mile. Is the gong <laughs> behind him? Lopan loving life picks the knife up and throws it mm. back at jack you know it's going to be a kill jack's got no yeah. chance apart from
0: the reflexes jack's
3: amazing reflexes yeah.
0: it's <laughs> almost like he, can, he can't do something actively like it has to be reflex right it has to <laughs> yeah. be something like yeah, yeah. he just reacts to, yeah, to, exactly. to it and then that's how he, you know how he managed to to get the I, kill i like but, to believe yeah. that he's
3: got no understanding of that ability. Like yeah. he doesn't mean to do it. It's just reflexes. Yeah. Even Surely after reflex. having that potion, he still couldn't throw that knife. He's yeah. No.
2: That
1: <laughs> knife. But also the <laughs> fact that he throws it and it's you know it hits Dave square in yeah. the head. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's not yeah. even like in his Point. arm or his guts him
3: or anything that. It's right in the face.
1: Yeah. It
3: is also lovely that before that last fight um Jack and Gracie had finally had their kiss and Jack does this entire battle with lipstick all over his mouth and teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
4: so good. Yeah. and
1: he still manages to pull it off. You know? Yeah, he still pulls <laughs> it off. That's lovely. All
0: right, scores.
2: All right, uh, Bjorn, I'll let you go first this time.
0: Yeah. So, so this is yeah. I'm struggling a little bit with with this one. I mean, as a as a film, there's there's definitely some good um, action scenes in this movie. But Jack Burton as an action hero. And in that sense, uh, he doesn't really uh, do it for me. Um, obviously, he doesn't really know how to fight, uh, or shoot <laughs> a gun, or <laughs> or throw a knife, ex- unless it's thrown at him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I mean, my sc- my score is 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 a two because I yeah Ooh. I feel like um, if you're gonna if you're gonna rate Jack Burton, you know, as an action hero,
4: mm-hmm. it,
0: it can't be more than a two. And he only gets a two because he get, he gets us one kill in in the end, but. <laughs> That's yeah, a fair assessment.
3: Two from me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Liam, Dan, you, you, you chose that position, but you don't seem too active in delegating. <laughs> 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 I, I forgot I was in charge for a moment there. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay, so I'll, um, I do like the action scenes in this film. There's, it's really hard to define them because it's just this action adventure. Mm. However, uh, and I'll try to be quick, I think my problem with them is my preference for action is intense and full on and deadly and i think the action in this film is comedic and a bit silly and even though it is great action it's not necessarily what i'm looking for in action you know i'm more of a sort of john wick guy than a than this what this film's doing so I do really enjoy it and it's a lot of fun, but I think I could only give it a 3.5. Uh,
1: looking at how we define um, the top scores, it's very much like this is fucking insane. Shooting, lasering, flying, exploding, fighting. <laughs> it's got it all. Um, and I would definitely say that this one's um, this one's got it all. Uh, so, yeah, I love it. A proper five for the oh. action throughout. Oh, nice. Hi. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, like the action in this film really goes hand in hand with the comedy and it kind of pulls it off in a way that really feels quite unique, quite fresh. Um, you know, it's like I said earlier, it's a far cry really from the Arnies and the Stallones of the era. And while it kind of feels a bit fantastical and over the top and silly, it kind of never feels too visceral or out of place in the kind of world that they've established. Uh, I think John Carpenter creates some really wonderful action beats that just seem to keep on coming, which is why this film's quite difficult to talk about. I think it's quite hard yeah. to pick things. Um, but every single scene, you know, has something memorable in it, whether it's a martial arts showdown, supernatural avatar battles, mythological warriors, like mysterious creatures, like this film has it all, like, and then some, you know. But and I then think my some. Only crit- and then some. But I think my only critique really is, is kind of what I said earlier, you know, the, the film moves at such a pace, it's so fast that it's so easy to get lost, you know, and, and while kind of Jack serves as that audience window into it, it's still kind of quite hard to keep pace. And you're either on board with that or you're not. Um, the film kind of requires multiple viewings to really appreciate, and you don't—if you don't kind of get on board with it the first time, then you're probably not going to pick it up again. So I think, mm. based on that, that would probably be a four from me.
0: Yeah, fair. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, if we talk about you know the Jack Burton compared to the movie, like I think you know that's what we're trying to do here, and uh, I think yeah, for for that for that reason, I wouldn't give like him as an action hero more than a two. But if we look at like the whole film, my score will probably be, be higher. Just to just to clarify. Um, well, uh, talking yeah. of the whole film, let, yes, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go for let's it. Wrap it up. Yeah. Do,
3: as a film, what do we think?
0: I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, no,
3: I, I think it, one mm. thing I do really like about this film just to kick us off is I think it's it's almost effortlessly funny, mm. and the, I we've I know we've watched this quite a lot of times now. And genuinely, every time I watch it, I feel like I discover more, mm. and I don't know how, but it's just so dense and so intricate and so layered that I think you'll watch it the first time and be a little bit overwhelmed, and then you watch mm. it the second time and you kind of fit into the flow, and then each subsequent viewing, I'm like, fucking, how am I noticing all these beautifully <laughs> tight little punchlines and jokes mm. and gags and yeah,
0: yeah, it does get better on, on subsequent viewings, like my first time I watched it I honestly I liked it but not that much you know I, I was a bit confused what was going on you know um and I'm still a bit confused but I you know, <laughs> I've learned to just accept that this movie is that is that kind of movie like it has a vibe to it and you just need to kind of uh you know let go yeah. of your preconception of what a, <laughs> of what a film should be um it's like a ride isn't it it's a ride yeah yeah, yeah. And throw uh, your hands in the air and just let's go yeah and it's it really not perfect is. like obviously you know but 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 uh, you know it's one of those movies where you know you like it or you don't it says, It's a it's more of movie right so like a, a lot of people hate this film because it's just doesn't make any sense to them but uh, i love it um so yeah that's what i have to say about it <laughs> <really>. <laughs> yeah. i mean for
4: me
2: like i i like I said just now, my summary of the action and stuff, you know, the film feels quite unique and quite fresh. I mean, there certainly wasn't anything like this yeah, around when True. these films, was, you know, when it was released. Um, and I also just kind of quite like that, although the film deals with, you know, kind of, it's, it's an American film, but it deals with, you know, a very different sort of culture. It never does it in a disrespectful way. It almost feels like it's, you know, it's it's very mm. faithful and almost a love letter to that culture. Um, or at and- least that cinematic culture. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, mm. and I think the film is as well, like in terms of its cast and everything, was very progressive. You know, it's it's got a very kind of diverse cast, and you know, I think a lot of people get a lot, you know, a lot of moments to shine in this film, which mm. I think is really great.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think also it's
3: it like it's oh man, I've lost my, the words. Probably the worst thing you want happening on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it isn't a genre. How it's got this ability to takes so many different things it's like a big boiling mixing pot of so mm. many ideas mm. and it doesn't always tie them together that well but that it tries i find amazing mm, yeah. it's like a kung fu film or a horror film or an action film or a comedy film and it's just like okay can we get it all in there can we make it all work together and i think most of the time it kind of does mm. Mm. but as we're saying that is what makes it a little bit confusing to watch is it's very hard to settle yeah like yeah. what is the groove
0: yeah it's, the, it's very much a cult film that you know. It wasn't that successful at launch, right? And and they never made any, any sequels or anything like that. But uh, you know, well, this apart could from be the YouTube channel we're about to petition yeah. for. <laughs> 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 but like this could work as you know, it could work as a comic book. You could work as uh, as an as, a, as an anime even. Yeah, um, Stan, yeah.
3: like, weren't you saying something about um carpenter? Like, this was one of his big budget studio movies and he had a bit of a rough ride with it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So Carpenter obviously had made a name for himself with things like, you know, The Thing.
3: Um, And he was
2: up and coming as a, you know, a big Hollywood director. And this was kind of one of his big Hollywood moments. You know, he's he's working with a big budget, working with a big cast. But he had a really terrible time with the studio, um, I think. And I can kind of understand why. I mean, you know, the the film is a fucking mishmash. It must have been really... (laughs) Uh, kind of worrying for the studio execs. But mm. I think, yeah, he had an awful lot of troubles with the Hollywood machine, really. Big troubles. Um, big troubles, yeah. yeah. In little so Hollywood. I think, and this basically destroyed his faith in that. I think after this, he didn't really want to work in Holly, big Hollywood productions again. So a lot of his films after mm. that became much more kind of lower budget or independent. I feel animation.
3: like that um, that first scene that's tacked on in the lawyer's office with Egg Shen, I think that's an example of these yeah. troubles mm. that even once this thing's completed, they still don't trust that it works. Mm, yeah. They still don't like it. So they're like, we want you to put the scene on and explain what the fuck is happening. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I think, think that's it's also, an example you know, of the studio just not being on board with him. For sure, yeah. I don't think they felt that confident. And, and as we said earlier, you know, they they took a bankable star in Kurt
2: Russell and built, bigged him up on all the marketing. But when you watch the film, he's he's not what the marketing promises him to be. So it's, yeah. I think people just they were afraid people weren't going to get it, and people didn't get it. The film didn't do well on release. It's only found a cult kind of following on. Sometimes, though,
3: yeah. maybe that's good because what's nice sure. yeah. about cult films is it means the franchise didn't get battered, it didn't get wasted, it didn't get all these shit sequels. It's something that got left alone, and in the future, you can rediscover it and you realize, oh, there was this wonderfully well rounded thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, there is talk of a reboot with The Rock, so all right, uh, sequel. it's not gonna work, <laughs> <so>. no, it's <laughs> just
3: not Hopefully, gonna work. Yeah, yeah, it'll never happen. Kurt Russell is Jack Burton, yeah, yeah, end of.
0: yeah, oh, end of. To yeah. up there yeah. well, let's,
4: wrap, <laughs> let's
3: wrap it up
0: uh, let's wrap up with, 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 the, with the final scores for, for the film as a whole uh. but I need to know was it any good
3: I'll jump in if you want go on then I'm actually going to give it a 5 out of 5 as an overall mm. film I don't think it's perfect at all I I do actually have a lot of complaints with the pacing and how it doesn't always fit together Mm -hmm. but I find it to be this tidal wave of strangeness and like after a slightly bumpy start it's just this never ending gush of like silliness humour and action and it's I just love what it's trying to do I think as a film I think films like this need to exist
2: Yeah,
3: and it's great and every time I watch it as I said I find something else so as a film I've got to give it a 5 out of 5 I just have nothing but fun with it Mm.
1: Yes, uh, very much. What Leon is saying, I have a lot. I have a lot of love for this movie. Uh, it's a very happy childhood memory uh, of mine. I mentioned that uh, before. That it's very much uh, a movie that seems to be told as if, like a you know, like an overexcited seven-year-old uh, would do. And uh, I think that's why I you know. I think that's why I have this very happy childhood memory of it Uh, I went in fully expecting Jack Burden to be an absolute disaster action hero uh, because the whole (laughs) movie was was centered yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) uh, but he does it so well and you feel so entertained uh, throughout Um, and uh, also because it keeps on constantly you know it takes on all these unexpected twists and turns like all the way up to the very end uh, with Jack even just leaving them all behind and heading off with the stowaway demon in the back like you can't see any of this coming Mm. Uh, it's one of those films I'd like to have watched in the cinema uh Um, you know back in Mm -hmm. the day and and uh yeah it's a solid five because our definition of a five is something we would watch again and again and i have and i will and i'll probably even though we've recorded this now i'll probably even go and you know watch it again tonight because (laughs) i would as well yeah Yeah. it's such a fun ride i'm disappointed
3: that we couldn't actually give it (laughs) 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 6.9 maybe
1: we can bend the rules slightly because of this jack burton
2: (laughs) i
3: would almost disagree with your point the
2: esper about wanting to see it in the cinema because at, in that mindset in that time you probably wouldn't have gotten it like most other audience members of what they were used to at that time it might mm. not have had the same
1: that's impact that's fair I now. think yeah yeah I think so maybe I don't want to watch it in the cinema but it would be fun to go it would be fun to go and watch it now you know see like yes. on the big hell yes. Yeah. Sure.
3: <laughs> I know you guys haven't given your scores yet but can I make a quick comparison it suddenly occurred to me talking about the cinema that I think this film is close to the last dragon in what they're trying to achieve mm. I think mm. this one's much better but that kind mm. of genre bending
0: you know yeah yeah i don't know yeah adventure kung fu yeah if i i'll just jump into my my uh, my review but uh but yeah it does remind me of the last dragon in in that sense like it's it's trying to achieve like this kind of uh, like this cultural uh comparison uh in in this case it's like with with you know chinese Mm. community and uh, and you have Jack Burton, who's a like, he's a typical uh, American who is in that world, right? Um, and I think this film succeeds with that, um, mm. and uh, I think it's a groundbreaking film for that reason. And like you know, and I think the the side characters are really strong, like uh, like Wang and and uh, and Egg Shen, um, like very strong characters. Um yeah, I mean. I, I'm not going to give it the perfect score. I'm going to drop it down just a little bit to 4.5 just because I feel like there are some things that could have been uh, improved on this film uh, and nothing is perfect but uh, but uh, I do really like enjoy this film so and I'm going to watch it probably many more times yeah um, same so, yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah.
0: good that everyone's saying that really I think that says a lot yeah Dan? yeah definitely
2: yeah I mean I can't I can't say anything really that you guys haven't seen said before okay already, so let's wrap so. it up five <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, go on yeah, go on. yeah uh, you know I'm probably going to get reputation here because I gave Tremors a five as well and I'm going to give mm-hmm. this a five too you know but are they both films that I would watch again? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I love this film and, and, and I agree with what everyone else is saying. You know, it's unique, it's fresh. It's a it's type of film that needs to exist, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's not a masterpiece. It has a really odd pace to it, but it's just so much fun and I would definitely yeah. watch it again. And John Carpenter is also one of my favourite directors. So...
0: Yeah. Nice. Now, look, we've we've talked about this film now three times, and, and I think <laughs> that's <more>, maybe. <laughs> and we watched this film like probably the most we've seen uh, any of the films we cover on this show. And I think that tells a lot about this movie. There's a lot to say about it, but it's also uh, a bit difficult to podcast about because there is so much happening. And it's <laughs> not like just this linear action movie that we've done. Um, so, but I'm glad that you, we. I, I hope that this is the final version <laughs> where we actually get this out and uh, don't you feel p- pill- yeah don't <laughs> jinx it. famous last words um but yeah um let's try to uh wrap up uh and calculate the scores um and, and we'll calculate it and we'll get we we'll come back. We'll
3: be right back. Do, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and in the meantime uh please follow us on Instagram uh Twitter TL underscore action heroes. And you can also give us a review on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and we are back. So the score for Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China is eighty
3: three. Oh. Eighty three. Wow. Yeah, it's quite high.
0: Okay. Oh, quite well, great. Yeah. Jack's at the top of the leaderboard then. Yeah. It is. The it wasn't leaderboard a of two. was it? <laughs> yeah. To be fair. I feel like the film carries him more than <laughs> yeah. more than he carries, he carries the 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 film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he carries a mullet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he carries a mullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although on that I yeah. think Kurt
3: Russell carries the film. Yeah. For, yeah without. For sure, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. It
2: wouldn't be the same with anyone else. No.
3: Definitely, not. Definitely uh, not. I I yeah. actually love that Jack Burton is now what score did you say, sorry? Eighty three yeah I love yeah. that he's that high up and I kind of yeah. hope he sits at the top for a while I, yeah. I hope it's difficult to knock that guy off because he's I think he will. Yeah. such a cool action hero he right? yeah. sets
2: a high bar for our subsequent
3: episodes for sure, yeah. for sure. well we haven't for done sure. John Wick yet shut up guys that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
2: you know Jack would beat John Wick just by pure luck yeah, yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, yeah he probably would. <laughs>
0: reflex
4: yeah yeah, um, yeah I love right. that one
3: I, I, mm. really cool film that one great score yeah and we've got to think about what we're going to do next right yeah
4: Turn, Who's next?
2: I believe that's me. Yeah, I Ooh. definitely got something in the bag for you guys. So oh, yeah. um, we're going to be tackling uh, another sci-fi film. But, uh, can't is it Aliens?
4: More. No, it's not Aliens. <laughs> though, though it does have a female oh. protagonist. It's Aliens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what decade?
2: It's Alien 3. <laughs> no, it's not. Right. Uh, no, uh, our next episode, we are going to be tackling uh, the fifth element. And more specifically, <gasps> ah, we'll be looking sick. at nice. Lilou.
0: Lilu. Lilu, yes. Lilu. Sick. yeah. Sick. All right. Multipass.
2: Multipass. <laughs> Again, good. Ah, yeah.
0: yeah I'm I haven't seen that film for, yeah. for a long time. I'm up. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Awesome. Good choice. Good choice. Looking forward to for that one. Yeah. Okay. Right. Awesome. Good, good chat, guys. All right. Good on chat. On note. Yeah. See Enjoy you next time. one. Yeah. Nice yeah. one. Yeah. That's insane, yeah, guys. And remember, roots it's all in the reflexes. Yeah. All right. Take it away, Jack.
3: You just listen to the old Pork Chop Express here now and take his advice on a dark and stormy night when the lightning's crashing and the thunder's rolling and the rain's coming down and sheets thick as lead. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it.